let's get this Tuesday edition of the show that covers everything Southern underway. Hello there, John Rawl is my name. I am the general of all things Dixie, and it is an absolute pleasure to sit in here with you for the next couple of hours and fill you in on what's going on across the Southland on what we hope is going to be a, a great Tuesday. Gosh, we're already... I technically passed the midway point of the month of May, and summer is staring us right in the face. That's a very nice feeling for most of us across the region. we got a busy show today. Let me give you an idea of what exactly we're going to be discussing, and certainly want you to be part of y'all. We'll have headlines from across the southeast, including a baseball bat brought out upon the office of a Virginia politician. We'll tell you about that plus the Durham probe we got plenty of commentary about that today is election day in the bluegrass of Kentucky and it's a Republican primary a big Republican primary I'll let you know a little bit about it in the news headlines when we have our southern political report coming up later in the program you're going to actually hear a report courtesy of NBC News as they discuss this big Republican primary that pits Daniel Cameron against Kelly Craft. The winner of that will go on to take on Andy Bashir for the governor of the state, or should I say Commonwealth, of Kentucky. So we have lots of Kentucky uh, gubernatorial primary coverage in this first hour of the Y'all Show. Plus we have other political stuff that we'll be getting to during that political report of this first hour. We'll have all the sports information to pass along. We'll even discuss a little hockey at some point today as the NHL playoffs continue on. And then, hey, one of the neat things on our sports coverage today, Jalen Hurts. You may know him as the former Alabama Crimson Tide quarterback. You may know him as the reigning NFC champion NFC, yeah, NFC, not NFL, NFC champion QB of the Philadelphia Eagles. But if you happen to be in Norman, Oklahoma over the weekend, this guy who played one season for OU went back to the Oklahoma campus and picked up his master's degree. And we will give a big old attaboy to Jalen Hurts in our sports coverage of today's Y'all Show. Also coming up on today's Y'all Show, we've got an entertainment report. We've got information on a couple of TV reality shows that feature Reba McIntyre and Jamie Foxx, who has had a real health scare here in 2023. But news comes out about him and his daughter being on some kind of reality show. I will share with you what exactly that is all about in our entertainment headlines in the second hour of today's Y'all Show. Also on this Y'all Show Tuesday edition, we have our Southern Book Report. And if you haven't picked up a copy of this lady's work, it's getting a lot of attention across the Southland. It is Car what, what, Cartier. That's right, Cartier Brown. She's on the Food Network, and we will have a little bit of an interview she did on WBLS, and we'll have that in hour three as part of our Southern Book Report. She's got a read that is available for you. Plus, we'll walk through all the hot selling books of what's uh, on the New York Times bestsellers list and Amazon list, all that coming up in the third hour of today's show. So I would think that's a pretty exciting show, wouldn't you? Yes, I, I think so. And you know what? You can be part of the Y'all Show anytime. 
It doesn't matter if you're catching us on our flagship station of Super Talk. You can catch us on any of our stations. You can catch us on the podcast options. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. I think we're in iTunes and all kinds of other podcast players. You can just search for Y'all Show, Y apostrophe A-L-L. Then give us a little space and then a S-H-O-W and you'll find Y'all Show. And it's a free download and it is a fantastic way for you to keep up with what's going on across Dixie as we do this show now each and every day. And it is great, great to be back with you. Let's get into the national headlines before we skip over and get into the meat of the program, which is what we do best, covering regional stories. And the big story politically that came out on Monday was the Durham report. And we want to know what happened with that thing. Of course, if you um, have stayed away from conservative media, you may not know anything about the Durham report and its release Monday. And if you watch maybe some of the uh, other networks out there, you have no clue of what I'm going to be talking about here. So let me get into it. So this Durham report involves, involves the investigation of the origins of the FBI's probe into Donald Trump's 2016 presidential campaign. And the allegation was that Trump colluded with Russia to help get his victory in 2016. And prosecutor John Durham submitted this much-awaited report on Monday, and it had a whole bunch of uh, discrepancies, if you will. The report, which was a a four-year investigation into possible misconduct by government officials, it had a lot of criticism when it was released Monday, criticism of the FBI, and all kinds of revelations came forward. It will certainly help give ammunition to Trump's supporters, who've all along during these four years said that there was nothing to see, what are y'all making a big deal out of, and the people that hated Trump for four years, primarily during those years when he was still in office, beat the drum that he and Russia were teamed up to help win in 2016. This report from Prosecutor John Durham exonerates Trump. I mean, he didn't do anything wrong, according to this report, as he said all along. And I believe the report, because trust me, if Trump was guilty, he would be in jail. Not only for this thing, but for any of these crimes. If, if there was a smoking gun, I should say. Uh, we don't, <laughs> I mean, I guess the recent trial that just came to an end there in New York City between E. Jean Carroll and Trump, for example, unless you were one of those two, you don't really know the absolute truth of what happened there. But in this case, there were millions and millions and millions of dollars spent investigating. Somebody would have talked. Somebody would have had evidence if there was anything to it. And it came out to be a big old nothing burger. And as a result, four years wasted, four years of money spent, four years of the liberal talking heads on TV blabbering about how Trump and and Russia and Putin were buddies. And it was, you got absolute embarrassment. You should be embarrassed if, you know, people want Pulitzers for this coverage. And that's, that's the problem with what, where we are today. You go out and it's not the first time people have won Pulitzers for lies, for absolute made up stories. They ought to be turning those things in and there ought to be apologies on every one of these networks that spent years and years and years of, of bashing Trump. This did not help Trump 
in 2020 to try to be reelected. This whole Russia, as he calls it, Russia, Russia, Russia. And uh, I, that's why if you like Trump, this ought to galvanize you to like him even more. Because this was just another example that you always had to defend Trump on if you were a Trump person. You're like, well, I don't think he had anything to do with Russia. Well, this report now says, no, he had nothing to do with Russia. I know his son, Don Jr., I heard him one time being interviewed about how he got pulled into a, I think it was a at least one, but I know of at least one occasion, he got pulled into more than a 10-hour one-on-one session with the FBI. And he essentially was saying, how would you like to try that sometime? Have you ever sat down and been drilled by the FBI for that long? For Remember that one guy that was, uh, he went to jail for just like a week or two for this same same probe? It, it's really an embarrassment. And, and, they, and the FBI and all these people who did this should apologize. They're not going to. But this is it's just a, a black eye on our system that, that they all pull this thing off. And guess what? The media was their willing and, and ready assistant to try to bloody Donald Trump's 2020 election, to try to get him out, out of office. I mean, good Lord, they, they, they did two impeachments and, and more. Of course, Ukraine wasn't the Russia thing, but uh, what an what a embarrassing thing for the country that this was four years of nonsense that was out there and we had to listen to it and you had to withstand if you have liberal friends accusing Trump of being Putin's buddy? I don't think so. I don't think so. The the Trump strong arm, the way he acts, was not a good thing for Vladimir Putin. It it was a, a match, if you will, to Vladimir Putin. That's why I never understood why people think he was Vladimir Putin's uh, boodle boy, uh, Trump Trump had a way of talking back. He was a smart a smart aleck. I almost said the other one. <laughs> and uh, we saw what happened. Trump gets out of office and who invades Ukraine? It, it was Vladimir Putin, and he did it when Trump was not in office and a guy named Joe Biden was in office. All right, I, I can go on and on. I'm not going to. There are plenty of other options for you to hear more about this thing. We've got other stories to cover, including stuff from right here in the South. So... Just a few days ago, the governor of North Carolina vetoed the new abortion legislation that went upon his desk. And right now, the Republican-controlled legislature in Raleigh is going to override Governor Roy Cooper's veto of legislation banning nearly all abortions after 12 weeks of pregnancy. And we will see if they have the votes. The first vote to override will be Sometime on Tuesday, that according to the leader of the North Carolina State Senate, Phil Berger, House Speaker Tim Moore's chief of staff said the speaker then aims to complete the override later in the day should Senate Republicans be successful. Over the weekend, Governor Cooper vetoed this this bill in an unconventionally public ceremony there in Raleigh, and uh, there were there were supporters of him doing this veto and there were people across the street that were telling him don't you do this and he did it anyway but (laughs) it uh it all comes down to one person this whole notion of a 
restriction of abortions in North Carolina. It comes to a House uh, House Representative Tricia Cotham. She represents an area of the Charlotte, Mecklenburg County region of North Carolina, and she recently switched from D to R. And because of that, it gave the House Republicans an extra vote that they needed for a veto-proof majority in both chambers. And so today, you might have a very strict law go into effect in North Carolina, which will ban nearly all abortions after 12 weeks of pregnancy in the old North state. We'll keep an eye on it. A disturbing story Monday out of the Northern Virginia region. A man is now in custody after he wielded a baseball bat and went in and attacked the office of a Virginia congressman. And it hurt two people, including an intern there, at the office of Jerry Connolly, who has a district in Northern Virginia. Uh, It was a metal baseball bat, and he went in to Representative Connolly's office. I'm not sure if Congress was working Monday or not, because Connolly was not in there at the time. But two of his workers were, and this guy struck two of them. And it was her first day on the job, that intern. What a terrible thing. The attack is the latest in an uptick of violence aimed at legislators. This happened in Fairfax, Virginia. The city police said officers arrived minutes after the attack and detained the man. Two staff members were treated for injuries, non-life-threatening. The guy who was arrested has been identified as a Fairfax resident, 49-year-old Wanka Tron Pham, now being held without bond at the Fairfax County Adult Detention Center. You know, it was somewhere right there around Fairfax where they had the congressional baseball practice deal back about five years ago, and Steve Scalise got shot, and others were shot and injured and the guy ended up being killed by police right there in that same area. Attack on political people, or in this case, workers in a political office. We wish the intern the best and and everybody else who uh, were affected by that attack Monday in the Democratic congressman's office there in northern Virginia. Today is election day if you're in Kentucky, and it's a very, very interesting race because you got two people who have been affiliated with Donald Trump that are going up against each other. The current Attorney General of of Kentucky is Daniel Cameron. He and the former U.N. Ambassador Kelly Craft, she took over after presidential wannabe Nikki Haley left that position in New York City. Kelly Craft took over. And now these two are the frontrunners for the GOP nomination in today's primary in Kentucky and the winner of that will go on to go off against Andy Bashir, who the sitting governor of the Commonwealth of Kentucky. And they'll have the general election coming up in November. But Kentuckians going to try to pick a new governor this year. And today is the chance to pick the Republican candidate. Now, there are 12 contenders for this position of governor in the state of Kentucky. And Daniel Cameron, the, as I said, He and Kraft have these ties to Donald Trump. What is a little bit interesting is that Cameron picked up the the, the kind of attaboy, the the endorsement, if you will, of Trump 
not all that long ago, Kraft says, well, the reason that President Trump endorsed Cameron, her opponent, was because she wasn't quite in the race at that time. So you've got a, a very intriguing race going on today. We will find out who else who can emerge from this. The crowded GOP primary also has a couple of other statewide officials on the ballot, Agricultural Commissioner Ryan Quarles and Auditor Mike Harmon, also vying for this position. Kraft, who's, again, a former U.N. ambassador, she also served as ambassador to Canada during Trump's presidency, and she's got a lot of money. Her husband has a few Benjamins in his bank account, <laughs> and uh, she's got a, a lot of, of, of campaign money coming in for her run to try to be the governor of Kentucky. We will keep an eye on this race, and we will report to you the results on the Wednesday Y'all Show. Elsewhere in the political sphere, the Biden administration has announced that they're going to give out about $11 billion for renewable energy in rural communities. So much of the South can benefit from this gift from Uncle Sam, the Department of Agriculture, announcing this today to help bring affordable, clean energy to rural communities throughout the country. Rural electric cooperatives, renewable energy companies, and electric utilities are going to be able to apply for funding through two different programs, according to Tom Vilasek, the Department of Agriculture Secretary. Vilasek said it was the largest single federal investment in rural electrification since way back when FDR signed the Rural Electrification Act in 1936 as part of the New Deal. So do we have the Biden deal going on now? With all this money going into electrical co-ops and more, yeah, I guess the New Deal deal did help in, in a lot of ways here in the South because it did bring, thanks to TVA and other programs, this thing called electricity to places where it was not quite 20th century, even in the 1930s. The Empowering Rural America program will make $9.7 billion available for rural electric cooperatives to create renewable energy, zero emission, and carbon capture systems. So if you are in a rural portion of the South today, you might have your electricity brighten up even more thanks to this big-time $11 billion plan that the Biden administration has just come out with. Plug up. Plug up if you want to. More info out of this Biden-Harris administration. This is not good news for the South. This is not good news for North Alabama, specifically Madison County. The Biden administration says they want to keep the headquarters for Space Command in Colorado because of Alabama's abortion law. You have got to be kidding me. Yes, the White House says they want to leave the Space Force Command headquarters permanently in its startup location in Colorado Springs. Now, it was at least announced, I think, during the tail end of the Trump presidency that Space Force's headquarters would be in Huntsville at Redstone Arsenal. 
The military bases realignment and closure process, that's BRAC, is looking at changes of headquarters and things like that. And right now, politics getting in the way of, of moving, it looks like, the Space Command away from Colorado and into the heart of Dixie. The administration has, quote, signaled the Pentagon and lawmakers they, they want to reverse the decision to move Space Command headquarters to Bama. That according to NBC News. We will see if Alabama's elected officials can try to get that changed. I'm not sure if Space Force, I, I said this was Space Command, I'm not sure if Space Force, if anything's affected that. But Space Command, they want to keep out next to the U.S. Air Force Academy, according to this report. In the state of Tennessee on Monday, each year on May 15th, the nation sets aside time to commemorate law enforcement officers who've paid the ultimate sacrifice as part of the National Peace Officers Memorial Day. And in Tennessee on Monday, 11 law enforcement officers from the volunteer state were remembered. They were killed in the line of duty the families of all kinds of officers who died in the line of duty were remembered. One guy I actually knew. I'll tell you about him in a second. But we had a sheriff's deputy from Murray County, Brad Miller, who was killed in December. And you have all of these families coming together over the week, over Monday. I think this was in Nashville where they had this memorial for the fallen officers. And similar states did the same thing, Money, But one of the officers <clears throat> that, that, that passed away in 2022 died while on duty of a heart attack. And I knew this guy, not, not well, but I knew him when he was just getting started, not as a police officer for the Franklin Police Department, but as a country music singer. Jeff Carson, do y'all know that name? He had the song Not On Your Love, which was a big hit for him. And uh, he had a couple other big songs, number ones in country music. And he walked away from music to go be a law enforcement officer. His, he was a police department official in Franklin, just south of Nashville. And uh, Jeff Carson died in March of 2022. And I just got a press release this week he's got his last album hitting newsstands or, or record stores right now and it's got a couple of duets of people singing some of his big hits but it's it's, it's brand new i may have to have somebody come on here and talk about jeff carson's new uh posthumous album that is just now being released but he he was a officer there in franklin i never saw him in uniform in franklin and he was an officer there for more than a decade i know because his last hit on the radio was 20 years ago. So he, he was an officer for probably 15 years at least. But all in all, 11 Tennessee officers killed in the line of duty in 2022, and they were remembered, or since March of 2022, they were remembered on Monday with a ceremony there in Nashville. Now, other news out of Middle Tennessee to pass along. The pastor of Christ Presbyterian Church, that's the church in the Green Hills area of Metro Nashville, 
And that's sadly the same church that had the school where the shooter went in and killed several kids and teachers back in March. Well, now the pastor of Christ Presbyterian Church has been suspended after a vote by the Nashville Presbytery. Scott Sauls suspended after an investigation by the church and the Presbytery. That's kind of the administration of the Presbyterian Church. And in this case, it's the Nashville area Presbyterian that decided to suspend him. The magazine, it's called By Faith, reported that this ouster or suspension happened. The Presbyterian sent a letter to the church after the vote. And Christ Presbyterian Church said, Per church policy, it would not be commenting on any personnel-related matters, and the Presbytery has not returned messages. According to an outlet called the Religion News Service, it is saying that Saul's, again, the former pastor or suspended pastor of coveted Presbyterian Church in Nashville, this Religion News Service reported that Saul has been placed on indefinite leave from the church after an investigation by the church and the Nashville Presbytery into his uh, an investigation into his leadership style. I don't know if this had anything to do with the unfortunate shooting, of which I don't even think the pastor of the church had anything directly involved that day with the school. It was, uh, I think, a completely separate deal next door to the church, but the church. Christ Presbyterian. Did I get that? No, I'm totally wrong on this. I'm sorry. I apologize. It is Covenant Presbyterian Church where the shooting happened. I, I This just hit me. I am so sorry. I think they're neighbors. I think they're in the same part of the national area, but I, I, I completely whiffed on this one. It's, it's Covenant where the shooting happened, and Christ Presbyterian Church, which is a big church there. I think it's kind of more toward Brentwood is where this church is. This is a, a different deal, I think. All this, again, a uh, Christ Presbyterian Church is a Presbyterian Church in America member, PCA, which is one of the large denominations of Presbyterians in the country. So apologies there. I got my Presbyterian churches mixed up here on a Tuesday show. All right, let's see if we can't uh, get this thing started. Hey, let, let, me, let me, since I dropped the ball... On that one, let me not drop the eggs on this story. Have you heard that egg prices are coming down? Thank goodness. Thank goodness. I don't know why in the world they would have been so high, but for months and months, the prices of eggs have been going up. Now, it looks like it's coming down a bit as large eggs are costing, according to one report, 94 cents per dozen in the wholesale market. And part of that reason is supply and demand it's because of a reversal of supply demand trends that caused prices to spike in the first place and then in 2022 you had that deadly avian flu that was going on and it wiped out a significant number of hens and that reduced egg supplies also farmers just like we the public had to deal with inflated feed and fuel costs and all that affected the egg supply. But now the supply is back on track. And no bird flu, thank goodness, going on. And you're seeing prices of eggs come down. So you can enjoy maybe an extra egg 
when you go to a restaurant, get you a little Waffle House, double them up, get that egg doubled up this next time when you're stopping by. Man, I know I recently went into a Waffle House, and they've done a lot of changes on their menu. I don't know if you've noticed that. A lot of their menus now, they have the price fixed to where it includes tax. Don't know what that's all about, but uh, one of the things they took off the menu, at least in some of the Waffle Houses I've been in, they don't have omelets on the menu. But the very nice lady working there told me, oh, yeah, you can still get an omelet. You just got to ask for it. Well, I'm sorry. I'm old school. If if I want something, I usually pick it off the menu, not kind of assume that they might have it there. That's what I learned when I was at my Waffle House. No, it's, it's amazing what you can learn when you stop by a Waffle House. Don't you agree? <laughs> you know what? It's amazing what you can learn on the Y'all Show. We've walked through a bunch of headlines here on this Tuesday. You know what? We will have more headlines as we progress in today's program. But we'll take a break here and come right back after the timeout and fill you in with some sports news of the day as we've got some football news to pass along and more. And later in the hour, our Southern Political Report. More on that big race today in Kentucky. All that right here on the show that's all Southern. Asia Garden voted Jackson's best sushi and Asian restaurant serving Jackson and West Tennessee for over 37 years. Walk into our dining room and know you're going to be served the absolute best Asian dishes from our expansive menu. You can also order directly from us at asiagardenjackson.com or call 731-668-9024. Since we're local, we can keep our fees at a minimum versus the competition. Asia Garden is West Tennessee's premier sushi and Asian restaurant. Think local. Think Asia Garden. You gotta love technology. In the future, when you have an accident, your car will be programmed to let you know which shops are certified to make your repairs to pre-accident condition. Collision Specialist is always trying to stay ahead of the curve. We're already certified with Nissan, Infiniti, Hyundai, Chrysler, and adding more all the time. Call 668-9263 or visit us at 96 Fairway Boulevard. Certified repairs from Collision Specialists. Elite Contractors is the number one choice for roofing in West Tennessee. But did you know that Elite Contractors does the same quality work in water mitigation, helping you recover from natural disasters, pipes bursting, mold extraction, and more, working directly with the insurance company. For over 20 years, Elite's award-winning and experienced team has been dedicated to exceeding our customers' expectations. Elite Contractors wants to be your contractor for life for all your commercial, residential, and insurance restoration needs. Visit our website to see our work and schedule an estimate. EliteContractorsUS.com Tennessee Tractor is hiring for all 10 locations. At Tennessee Tractor, they're committed to your success through their dedication and to service and to excellence through innovation. Tennessee Tractor is currently looking for service technicians. If you have one or more years of experience performing service repair, go to our jobs tab on the WNWS.com website and look for Tennessee Tractor to apply. You must have a high school diploma or equivalent and a valid driver's license to apply. Benefits include, but are not limited to, medical, dental, vision, paid time off, and 401k. For more information, go to WNWS.com and select jobs or go to careers at TennesseeTractor.com. Dominating Dixie. This is the Y'all Show on West Tennessee Super Talk 93.1 FM.
Thank you, Miss Paulette and Highway 101, helping us get ready for a Southern Sports Report here on this Tuesday Y'all Show. I'm going to start off with a little nod to the Dallas Stars. Yeah, hockey talk. What is this all about, you ask? <laughs> yes, the Dallas Stars picking up a playoff series win on Monday night, and congratulations to them as they were able to knock off the Kraken. Seattle Kraken, which is really just about a couple-year-old team, and they're in the playoffs of the Stanley Cup, and the Stars able to survive in that series and advance to take on another miracle team. That would be the Vegas Golden Knights, as they will face off in the Western Conference of the NHL's playoffs. But indeed, Dallas, they're in Big D, getting the series win and advancing so now they will go on and let's see here the the guys over in the nhl do things slightly different and now they they will be taking on vegas golden knights which i think's only been around about four years now and the hurricanes over in raleigh also have been amazingly good in the nhl with their Expansion there in Tinsel, not is it not Tinseltown, LA? I guess uh, Sin City, yeah, that's the one. I try to avoid Sin, but you can't help it. The Hurricanes and Panthers are your Eastern Conference matchup, and that schedule is going to start Thursday between those two teams, two teams from the South. And we've got another Southern NHL team that's been a, a really dominating NHL franchise in recent years, but they're not in the playoffs right now, and that would be the Tampa Bay Lightning. But the Panthers of Florida and the Carolina, but not Carolina Panthers, the Hurricanes, that's kind of weird. It's the Carolina Hurricanes are going to be going to Miami, which is the home of the Miami Hurricanes, to play an NHL Eastern Conference Finals against the, uh, what did I say, uh, Florida Panthers. Uh, of course, the Carolina Panthers play in Charlotte as an NFL team, and now the Carolina Hurricanes are a now, this is just too confusing for me. Y'all, forgive me. Forgive me. That's on the eastern side. The Western Conference of the NHL is going to feature Vegas and Dallas. Their first game is going to be Friday. ESPN's going to have these contests on the ice. The first game will be at Vegas Friday night. So there's your final four 
of hockey. I'm glad we covered this. A. (laughs) The NBA playoffs. Now, that's something I can get behind. We've got the Eastern and Western Conference Finals all set for the association. The Nuggets and Lakers are going to commence tonight as they've got a game there in Denver as Denver enters this as the number one seed. And the Lakers, with their surprising upsets of both the Grizzlies and Warriors as the seventh seed, they've advanced to the Western Conference Finals. Nuggets-Lakers, first game tonight. And over on the eastern side of the NBA, you've got the Celtics and the Miami Heat. So Miami, man, hey, with the NHL team and the Panthers and now the NBA's Heat, it is postseason pandemonium on South Beach. The Celtics Heat series begins Wednesday in Boston. So Miami, get ready for your first game there under the sun on Sunday when the Celtics come down for game three. But uh, that's where we stand for both NHL and NBA. One last professional note to pass along before we scoot out of here and talk politics. It looks like Matt Ryan is going to hang up his cleats, at least temporarily, as he's taken a job with CBS Sports to be an analyst. The NFL's most valuable player of 2016, former Boston College quarterback, and longtime Atlanta Falcons quarterback who spent 2022 as the signal caller for the Indianapolis Colts. He was released by Indy back in March after just one season there in the Circle City. And now he's joined CBS Sports as an NFL analyst. The 38-year-old, I think he grew up, let me see here. I can't remember where he grew up. I don't think he's from the South, but... uh, much beloved in Atlanta. He was a a quality quarterback for a long time. And unfortunately for him, he ran up against Tom Brady in that famous Super Bowl down in Houston. And the Falcons had the most epic Super Bowl collapse. And Mr. Brady got the big win there about five years ago in that Super Bowl. And now there's a movie called 80 for Brady that really just, uh, you know, Matt Ryan, I feel for you. I think Matt probably went and saw that movie with those actresses like Jane Fonda and and others. They were in that uh, pretty funny movie. I saw it twice, so I know what I'm talking about. And Matt Ryan's cardboard cutout is in that movie, and you see actual clips of the game that the Falcons had the epic uh, choke job. Rise up did not happen for Atlanta, that one. They lost a tough one to the Patriots in that Super Bowl. And now Matt Ryan, likely never going to get over that one. He put out on his own Twitter account, excited to join the NFL on CBS Family, looking forward to breaking down the game this season. And then he adds, P.S., this is not a retirement post with a little emoji of a guy kind of winking. So is he just going to enjoy a one-year break from playing and, and come back for another team? think he's rather healthy. He spent 14 seasons with the Dirty Birds and has got most of Atlanta's key passing records. All-time leader in passing yards, touchdown passes, 367 of them, by the way, for keeping score at home. So we wish Matt Ryan a, a good guy, a great guy from what I know about him. And I've got an insider there 
with the Atlanta Falcons at least that uh, has said great things about him. So I wish him well. Wish him well on CBS. I think he'll be a great broadcaster. He may decide he may would rather do that than take sacks in the backfield in the future. But uh, wishing him all the best. And you know, maybe Matt Ryan wants to do the CBS thing, and heck, he might decide. You know, I love football, but I think I'm going to go play for the XFL next year instead of the NFL. Yeah, I'm waiting for one big star to do that. Just just because they can. They're not playing for the money. They just want to get out there maybe in the springtime and do a little fun. Likely to happen. By the way, speaking of XFL, I better give a big salute to your Arlington Renegades who won the XFL championship on Saturday night as they pulled off the upset there at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio. And they got the the big win over the D.C. Defenders. And it was the first of the rebranded XFL championships that had The Rock as the kind of main owner of this league. I watched some of that game. It was good football. And Arlington, which had a losing record going into the postseason, comes out. Bob Stoops, the former Oklahoma quarterback uh, coach, is the head coach of this XFL franchise, and they got the big win and the championship. Now that league's over with. They timed their league to be right in tune to finish up so that players could have the chance to go to an NFL camp. As NFL teams this week, got they've got veterans and the rookies all together. And so they're teamed up here this week if they got the invite to go to an NFL camp. But uh, that is a quick look at what's going on in sports across the southeast here on this Tuesday We will take a moment to reflect and come right back because we're going to need to reflect. We've got our Southern Political Report headed your way after the timeout. What exactly is going on in Kentuck? I'll tell you when the Y'all Show rolls on. primary care. I'm Brent Rudder. And I'm Tiffany Simpson. Together, we provide our Jackson patients with excellent ongoing medical care. Call us today and we'll be happy to see you. But if Mylan's closer, give me a call. I'm Lindsay Crocker and I'm ready to see you today. Physicians quality care. We treat you like Roberts Jewelers, your local jeweler for over 75 years. Thanks for choosing Roberts as your local family-owned business. Roberts has an in-house jeweler and appraiser, Dennis Hornsby, who is a graduate gemologist and has been with Roberts for over 30 years. Roberts does custom-designed jewelry in their very own RJ Case Custom Design Studio. Book your appointment with Chris online at robertsjewelersinc.com. Stay in the know with events and promos on Roberts Jewelers' Facebook and Instagram. Roberts Jewelers, 405G Van Drive in Jackson. 
For 20 years, All Seasons Heating, Air, and Refrigeration has been Jackson's hometown trained, family-owned heating and air headquarters, providing comfort season after season for West Tennesseans. All Seasons does not use sales gimmicks, only trusted products and workmanship. Their technicians are paid salary, not commission, meaning they won't push you to buy products and services you don't need. All Seasons Heating and Air and their trained products come with a 10-year parts warranty. Financing is available. It's hard to stop a train. Subject to credit approval. See store for details. Hey, y'all. Having trouble finding the right property? Looking for them through all the wrong places? It's a hassle and a lot of work. And at Keller Williams Prime Team, finding the most suitable property is not a challenge at all. Our agents have the knowledge and experience. Finding properties, negotiations, and more are all the things we can do to complete the transaction for you. We have a team member that would be great for you, and finding that perfect property is never a problem with us. Expect friendly agents, excellent services, and skills at Keller Williams Prime Team. Learn how we can bring the warmth of home to our clients. Give us a call, 731-300-7103. Hey, jumpers, come out and fly high with us at Sky Zone, Wednesday through Sunday. The homeschool hop is every other Wednesday, 11 to 1. Little Leapers, Friday 10 to noon, and Friday night, it's Family Glow Night, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Saturday Night Glow is 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Glow shirts, glow necklaces, glow face paint, music, and glow lights. Book your birthday parties at Sky Zone. Find Sky Zone on Facebook for pricing and hours. Save time in line, sign your waivers online. Skyzone.com slash Jackson. Exit 85 near the ballpark. This is a y'all show. On West Tennessee Super Talk 93.1 FM. Talk radio for all y'all. Why do you keep on staring that mirror, mirror? It ain't fair at all. Mm-hmm. Dress sizes can't define. Don't let the world decide what's beautiful. No. It is election day in Kentucky here on this Tuesday as Republicans will be going to the voting booths to decide their GOP nominee for governor of that state. I'll have a report from NBC News that I'll share with you in just a second. But up first here on our Southern Political Report, we've got from Real Clear Politics the latest polls of the Republican presidential nomination. And right now, the Donald with a 55 percentile report on the Real Clear Politics average. 55 for him compared to Ron DeSantis's 20.7. Yeah, if you're counting up, that's a 35-point lead for Trump over DeSantis. Mike Pence is third in the polling at 6.0. Nikki Haley, 4.0. And then others are less than 4.0, and there's a bunch of them, some of which have not even announced that they're going to be running for president in 2024. But again, Donald Trump, the big news, with a 35-point, at least poll average lead over his closest competitor, and in this case, it would be Mike Pence. Keeping the Republican primaries and politics in mind today in Kentucky. People will be going to the polls to pick the Republican nominee for governor of the Commonwealth of Kentucky. And the two big front runners in this are the sitting attorney general for Kentucky. His name is Daniel Cameron. And then you've got the former prime, uh, former ambassador to Canada and the United Nations, Kelly Kraft. They're going up against each other alongside others for the governor of Kentucky in today's primary. Let's go in, courtesy of NBC News reporter Dasha Burns' report that she's just filed covering this 
election today in Kentucky and learn more about these two top candidates. In Kentucky's hotly watched governor's race, the former president looms large for both frontrunners. Daniel Cameron, the only candidate endorsed by President Trump. Cameron agrees with the George Soros-backed DA who prosecuted Trump. That's not conservative. Though Kelly Kraft hails from the Trump administration as his former ambassador to the United Nations. President Trump sent me to the United Nations. And what a snake pit that is. It's her opponent, Daniel Cameron, who has the endorsement of her former boss. Your opponent in this race was endorsed by former President Trump. Why didn't he endorse you? I was not in the race, so there was no choice. Cameron playing up that endorsement. A desperate Kelly Kraft falsely attacks Daniel Cameron. But you know what's really strange? Kraft worked for President Trump, and Trump endorsed Daniel, not Kraft. While downplaying his ties to Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. How has your association with Mitch McConnell influenced your political philosophy and your conservative convictions? Well, do you uh, recall when the folks were protesting on my front lawn? Yeah. Do you, did you see Mitch McConnell there? There you go. So I'm, look, I'm my old man. You have been endorsed by former President Trump. You, you mentioned that in your ads, on your flyers. You also have ties to Mitch McConnell, who's a longtime Republican, very powerful here in Kentucky and nationally. You don't mention that as much. Why not? We're going to have to build a coalition that is large enough not only to win the May 16th primary, but also to beat Andy Bashir in November, and that is our ultimate mission. The race becoming an early bellwether for Republican primary politics and a test for what message wins out with the base. All right, that report, again, courtesy of NBC News reporter Dasha Burns on the big election today in Kentucky. Man, it's exciting to have a, an election that means something, and we've got that right here in May. And we will have all the results of that election on the Wednesday Y'all Show. We'll wrap up this first hour of the show about the South when we come right back, y'all. This is the show about the South. Hey, Jackson in West Tennessee, Dustin Ring here again with Dustin Buys Houses. I'm still buying houses fast for cash in all of West Tennessee. You have a house that just needs too many repairs and you can't afford to fix it? We can make you a cash offer and purchase the house as is so you don't have to fix it. We even pay closing costs. Do you have a rental that's filled with bad tenants? Leave the hard work to us. We'll buy the house for cash and close and deal with them ourselves. Are you relocating for a job and need to sell ASAP? We can make you a cash offer today and close in as little as 30 days. And remember, we take the property as is. We'll even clean it out. Are you going through an icky divorce? I've been there. No fun, but we'll buy that house too. I'm also looking for multifamily properties, duplexes, triplexes, apartments. I even buy mobile homes and mobile home parks. Do you just have vacant land? Give me a call. I'll make you an offer. Call me today at 577-4150. Again, 577-4150. You can even send me a text message. Again, the number 731-577-4150 or visit Dustin Spring is in full swing, and that means it's time for all your spring home improvement projects. City Lumber Company of Dyer offers an abundant selection of hardware, a full-service lumber yard, and full-service paint, all in one stop. Come in and check out the door busters for April. 12-ounce Krylon Fusion all-in-one paint plus primer, $4.99. 60-watt LED work light, $39.99. Bostitch Framing Nailer, $209.99. 47-inch square point shovel, $14.99. 
$19.99. And for a full look at the April Doorbusters, visit their Facebook page or the website at citylumbercompany.com. As always, City Lumber Company of Dyer can fill your home improvement supplies no matter how large or small. The friendly staff is there to serve you Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Saturdays, 8 a.m. until noon. Come see them at 183 East Maple Street in Dyer or give them a call at 731-692-2287. City Lumber Company of Dyer. This is the Y'all Show on West Tennessee Super Talk 93.1 FM. Keep it Southern. Well, we have come to the end of at least one of our hours of Southern conversation. Boy, we got a lot of stuff in, don't you think? Well, guess what? There's more of where that came from. So don't you go anywhere. Following this news break, we'll be right back with more Southern conversation on the show that shakes the Southland. This is the Y'all Show with your host, John Rawl. We'll be right back. We are West Tennessee's conservative voice, WTJS, Alamo, Jackson, West Tennessee, Super Talk 93.1. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. The FBI responded to the scathing report by Special Counsel John Durham that found the Department of Justice and FBI failed to uphold their mission of strict fidelity to the law. When it launched the Trump-Russia investigation, Crossfire Hurricane hoax. In a statement, the agency said dozens of corrective actions were done. Ohio Representative Jim Jordan on Fox News last night. The same pattern. Create the lie. Big media runs with the lie. Big tech amplifies the lie. When we try to tell the truth, they call us names. The one thing that is always proven right is we were right about it all along. A fire roared through a hostel in New Zealand's capital of Wellington overnight, killing at least six people and forcing others to flee the four-story building in what a fire chief called this morning his worst nightmare. The hostel has 92 rooms. Wells Fargo has agreed to pay shareholders $1 billion to settle a class action lawsuit that accused the bank of overstating its progress in its 2016 fake account scandal. The bank's shareholders allege Wells Fargo and its past leadership misled them about how swiftly they were fixing the governance issues and risk management systems that failed to prevent the bank from opening up perhaps millions of phony accounts. The federal government is claiming it's sending more help to the southern border. 950 more troops are being sent to the U.S.-Mexico border to help stop a surge of illegal immigration. Most of the troops will be heading to El Paso, Texas by the end of the month. Since the end of Title 42, the public health rule that expedited deportations expired last week, the Border Patrol has been making about 5,000 arrests a day. I'm John Schaefer. The National Hockey League Final Four for the Stanley Cup starts Thursday and Friday night Eastern. Today is officially National Mimosa Day. We are USA News. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
Get your vehicle ready for spraying during Clean Car Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Pro-X1 exterior cleaning and detailing products provide professional results and show quality shine for your vehicle. Right now, pick up Pro-X1 Snow Foam Car Wash 2 for just $15. See store for details. Pro-X1 exclusively at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts or O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Not ready for summer yet? Get ready with Vita Super Slim Plus. Vita Super Slim Plus is the new product you heard about where results are amazing and the weight loss is fast. Just take Vita Super Slim Plus once a day and in just weeks, get the results you have been waiting for. VitaSuperSlimPlus.com will get you ready for summer in just weeks, not months. With Vita Super Slim Plus, go to VitaSuperSlimPlus.com. That's VitaSuperSlimPlus.com. VitaSuperSlimPlus.com. Use promo code RADIO for a free month supply. Details at VitaSuperSlimPlus.com. Democrat Brandon Johnson is calling for unity as a way to build a brand new Chicago. After being sworn in yesterday as Chicago's 57th mayor, Johnson said he looks forward to working with all levels of government to form a stronger city. I want to make this clear. The people of Chicago are counting on us to work together, to collaborate, to make their lives better every day. The new mayor acknowledged many of the challenges ahead, including public safety, poverty and city finances. In addition to Johnson, all 50 members of the city council were also sworn in. While speaking on the Senate floor yesterday, Chuck Schumer said a default would crash the economy and kill the job market. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is urging House Speaker Kevin McCarthy to take the threat of default off the table as lawmakers scramble to come to a deal to raise the debt ceiling. Never in the history of our country have we failed to pay our bills on time. To default now would mean crossing a terrible point of no return. Schumer's comments come as congressional leaders will sit down with President Biden at the White House today to try to come to an agreement. Republicans are demanding steep spending cuts in exchange for their votes to raise the nation's borrowing limit, while Biden and Democrats want it increased without conditions. I'm Skip Kelly. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has repeated her warning that the United States government could run out of money as early as June 1st. Yellen's latest prediction keeps the focus on President Biden and Congress to get a deal done. Lance Pry, USA News. Finding great people to hire can be like trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Their powerful matching technology delivers so many qualified candidates, it's like finding a needle in a needle stack. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. For less hay and more needles, head to ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. At ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Did you know that words never go away? Words are the most powerful force that has ever been. Yes, the Word of God. The Word of God will illuminate the mind. It will win the heart. The Word of God will inspire the public. The Word of God will change your world. So, my friends, still a few moments each day to quietly walk the path of life. There's where you'll find the place where miracles really begin. Young people, old people, you are the miracle. God gave you life. He created you to be just like His Son. Now the question is, the question is what will you do with the life that God gave you? Today, will you be someone's miracle? From the Smokies to the Bayou, this is the Y'all Show on West Tennessee Supertalk 93.1 FM.
and a happy Tuesday to all y'all. This is John Rawl, rhymes with y'all, and we're here for the show that covers everything Southern. If you are a Southerner, then you have definitely found the right spot on your radio or podcast dial. If you're a Southerner at heart, well, come on in and enjoy another hour of talking about the news and sports and entertainment and gossip and cultural matters that goes on in the land of the South, the land of cotton, the land of sweet tea, the land of uh, just so many incredibly awesome things. So join us if you will. We've got a couple of ways you can participate in the Y'all Show. You can send us an email. Mail at y'all.com is our email address. Also, you can reach us on our text line, 615-208-4184. 615-208-4184. Or if you want to catch us here on our direct line, 731-554-1169. Some areas of the south here today, I think I saw where East Tennessee, maybe North Alabama, maybe portions of eastern Kentucky are going to have some severe storms. So if you're traveling in that area, if you live in that area, be very careful. Keep an eye on your local weather forecast. Uh, But for the rest of the south, I think it's going to be a fairly nice day. Although a little bit hot. I mean, like I think I said this on Monday's Y'all Show. My goodness. Sunday afternoon, it felt like it was mid-July. I I was sweating. Not too bad, but <laughs> I had my shorts on. And uh, so hopefully you all are ready for the heat that is forthcoming if you haven't already experienced it. Because it, it's here. It is here. And that's a, a glorious thing because that's what the South's kind of known for, those hot summer months. We're also here on this show known for our hot southern news and gossip and more. So let's get into the headlines before we switch over a little later in this hour and talk about some entertainment news, which is kind of hot there, too. Reba and Jamie Foxx in the entertainment headlines. I'll tell you what that's all about coming up, plus some sports news that we will pass along also. So let's go into the big national story of Monday, and that was the Durham probe, and it was released And it looks like there was nothing to the Russia, Russia, Russia story. The Russia, Russia, Russia story that was going on for years and was reported hugely, or as Trump would say, hugely for most of his presidency, especially in those early years. An investigation that cost people their lives, put them in prison, like General Michael Flynn, for example. And who else went to jail? Um, oh, there was one guy with a unusually like a Russian or Ukrainian name. I forgot his name. He went to jail for like a week or two. The investigation into the origins of the FBI's probe into ties between Trump and Russia during that 2016 presidential campaign. The investigation of Durham concluded Monday with the prosecutor submitting a report that found a whole bunch of flaws by your FBI. Four-year investigation into the possible misconduct by government officials contained a whole lot of criticism Monday of the FBI. But it doesn't come out and essentially say that some people should be charged for anything. That's one thing this report did not do. Trump opponents will point out to the court record of Trump's, uh, of this investigator Durham, 
one guilty plea and two acquittals at trial. That was a result of this. If you like Trump, you're going to say that this has been what he's been saying all along, a hoax, a Russia hoax. And on Monday, this result came out and amplified what Trump people have said all these all along. Trump and people. In fact, Trump, let's go hear what the man himself said in reaction to the Durham FBI report as he went on Truth Social and put out this. Get ready. Get your pen and paper out for Trump's reaction, okay? His reaction to the 305-page report released Monday. Here's Trump's reaction. Wow, in all caps, by the way. Wow. After extensive research, special counsel John Durham concludes the FBI never should have launched the Trump Russia Trump Russia probe. In other words, the American public was scammed just as it is being scammed right now by those who don't want to see greatness for America. I'm sorry, even if you're a Trump hater, there has to be a, a little bit of a compassion for this guy. I mean, this went on for years, and the media was the willing acolyte of the FBI to to push this narrative that Trump and Russia were buddy-buddy to help him win in 2016. It just was not true. And it hurt him. It hurt his 2020 re-election. It caused so much divide for absolutely no reason. Trump continued on his Truth Social Monday with the following, quote, I, and much more importantly, the American public, have been victims of this long-running and treasonous charade started by the Democrats, started by Comey. There must be a heavy price to pay for putting our country through this. Hmm. The report, which was released Monday, concluded authorities didn't have sufficient information to open the case and issued a scathing assessment of how the FBI handled certain evidence. Bill Barr appointed the investigator Durham back in 2019 to investigate the origins of the FBI probe into the Trump-Russia supposed relation. And at that time, Trump welcomed that move. And four years later, it's coming out, but four years maybe too late. Two people in this investigation, as this investigation proved, Igor Denshenko and Michael Sussman, were charged with lying to the FBI and found not guilty, and a third individual pleaded guilty to doctoring an email about surveillance warrants. Again, this report Monday did not call for additional charges to be filed on anybody, but a huge, huge stain on the FBI and on the Clinton political machine, if you will. And I'm not going to sit here like other outlets do on a daily basis and talk about dossiers. <laughs> But again, this was just such an unfortunate thing that should not have ever been brought to life. And, and it was, and it was pounded day and day in press conference and press conference. Trump would have to sit there and answer all these questions about something, and he would say fake news or Russia, 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 and people would say, oh, yeah, he's hiding something. He's got it. Oh, yeah, there's no way he could have beat Hillary Clinton. Well, guess what he did? And 
I'm not so sure this didn't have a huge part of his loss in 2020. Does that mean that we should support Trump more in 2024? It could be. If you're a Trump person, this should galvanize you to be even more for him because the guy, at least in this case, truly was cheated. And he goes around talking about the election of 2020. Are we going to find out four years from now that what Trump's been saying all along is is true? Because now the narrative is, well, that's not true. There was no election interference. There was no election um, inaccuracies with voting. That's what some people say. Others would completely disagree. The truth likely somewhere in between. But on Monday, a victory for Trump with this Durham thing coming out. Today in North Carolina, keep your eye on Raleigh and the state capitol to be specific because there could be an override of Governor Cooper's recent veto of some strict abortion laws that have been passed by the legislature. The Republicans enjoy a supermajority of both the North Carolina State House and State House of Representatives, I guess is what it's called there. And Governor Cooper this past weekend in a big fanfare there on the State House grounds had a veto signing ceremony to override a veto of which this legislation that he vetoed would ban nearly all abortions in North Carolina after 12 weeks of pre- pregnancy. And today, the North Carolina House and Senate are going to be looking at this veto and may have the votes to override it. All this happened again after one North Carolina State House member, Tricia Cotham, switched parties about a month ago. And when she did that, it gave the Republicans a supermajority in North Carolina's State House. They already got one in the State Senate. And they can override Roy Cooper's veto on this strict abortion legislation, on a, a legislation that bans nearly all abortions after 12 weeks of pregnancy. We will let you know Wednesday what happens in North Carolina with this veto veto gate, we'll call it that. On Monday in D.C., in the D.C. area, rather, the Congressional Office of Jerry Connolly was attacked. Now, Connolly was not in there. He's a Democratic representative from Northern Virginia, and a man went in there with a metal baseball bat into his office and struck two of his staffers, including an intern who was on her first day of work for Jerry Connolly. The man was a 49-year-old gentleman, and I don't know the exact reason why he went in there, but the person's name who did this was Jean-Claude Femme. And he attacked this congressional office. And he was a 49-year-old man Femme from Fairfax, where, where the attack happened. The intern was struck in the side, and the outreach director of Connolly's office was hit on the head with this metal baseball bat. Oddly enough, it was a baseball scrimmage in that same area of Northern Virginia where congressional Republicans were practicing for their annual baseball game, and they got attacked by a sniper, and that's where Steve Scalise nearly died a couple of years ago. 
But uh, Monday, an ugly scene there with this guy going into that office. It looks like both of those staffers will be able to get past these injuries, and this guy's going to go off to jail for quite some time for that attack. In Kentucky today, they will be picking a nominee to challenge Democratic Governor Andy Bashir as they have a Republican primary. The two frontrunners for that Republican nomination are the sitting Attorney General of the Commonwealth, Daniel Cameron, and he's going up against Kelly Kraft, who was once the U.N. Secretary in the Trump administration. We will report Wednesday on what happens on the Republican primary of Kentucky. Winner will go on to take on the sitting governor, the Democrat, Andy Bashir. The Biden administration announces nearly $11 billion for renewable energy in rural communities. This is going to be a boost to a lot of areas of the South as the Department of Agriculture Monday announcing a $11 billion investment, if you will, into rural communities. And this is the biggest chunk of change from an electrical standpoint going into rural areas since the FDR Rural Electrification Act of 1936. Do y'all remember that one? That was part of the New Deal when it was passed. And now this 11 bill is going to help bring affordable, clean energy to rural communities throughout the entire country. And a lot of that is going to be right here in the South. A lot of it will be in the South. The Secretary of Agriculture for the country is Tom Vilsack. And Monday he said that this new money coming in is an exciting opportunity for the Rural Utility Service to work collaboratively with great partners. An exciting and historic day, he called it, as there's an ongoing effort to ensure that rural America is a full participant in clean energy. All right, maybe that money's going to be extra clean when it comes to rural areas of the South. We will keep an eye on it, make sure it doesn't get lost somewhere in transit. On Monday, also across the country, fallen police officers were remembered. It was National Peace Officers Memorial Day. And if you are in a state or if you know a fallen police officer from the past year, Monday, most likely you remembered that hero in blue. And we salute all those who either gave the ultimate sacrifice or died of natural causes, whatever the case may be during their service in the last year, those involved in law enforcement. Across the Southeast, we continue on with headlines, and we'll take you back to North Carolina for an item of that state. As the North Carolina political scene, of course, we've been telling you all about this. How about this story that involves both North and South Carolina? Three people have died in a truck after... Someone in it fired at a different vehicle, and they had a multi-state escape, if you will, a multi-state North Carolina and South Carolina as they were trying to get away from law enforcement. They ended up crashing near Shelby, North Carolina. But officials say three people have died in a truck after someone in it fired over in South Carolina at another vehicle. And now this truck goes over the state line into North Carolina and crashes. It started in Blacksburg, South Carolina, early Sunday. And this pickup truck had its headlights off, slammed into a house in Shelby. 
investigators in both states work in this case, but uh, a multi-state crash. Three people in a truck between the ages of 15 and 20 died. Three others in another vehicle survived a crash. No one in the vehicle that was shot no one in the vehicle that was shot at was injured, according to Cleveland County, North Carolina Sheriff Alan Norman. But a multi-state deadly scene taking place right there in Cherokee County, South Carolina, and there in Shelby, North Carolina. Have you noticed the price of eggs is coming down? That's well welcome news, as price is now less than a dollar per dozen. Ninety-four cents is what... The report I've got here says all this is a result of, in 2023, we're not dealing with the deadly avian flu that really hurt the egg production of 2022. You also are having not quite the expensive, in some cases, cost for fertilizer, feed, and more. Fuel has been pretty high for farmers. So egg prices is a good sign that's coming down. Now if we could get all these other expenses down. Could somebody please bring down the price of cereal? I'm tired of paying three times more than I was paying before COVID for a box of cereal that's a half the size or contains half the amount of cereal that was in there when COVID got going. Am I complaining? I think so. Hey, how about this story out of the Tampa area? A USF, that would be the University of South Florida professor from USF, has broken the world record for the longest time spent living in a fixed underwater habit. Congratulations to Deep Sea Dr. Joseph Deturi, whose nickname is Deep Sea. <laughs> He's an associate biomedical engineering professor at USF, and over the weekend he broke the world record after spending 73 days in a lab that was 22 feet under the sea. This guy's got some guts. Well, perhaps I know why. He's a retired Navy commander. Probably was on a sub, if I had to guess. (laughs) And uh, he's going to continue to set the record as he is going to attempt to live 100 days in the undersea lab. He first entered the Jules Undersea Lodge back on March 1st and is expected to come back to the surface on June 9th. 100 days underwater. The previous record holder of those who stayed underwater researching, it looks like, was by a couple of Southerners. As Tennessee teachers Bruce Cantrell and Jessica Fain were the previous world record holders of being underwater, they were down in 2014 for quite some time. Now, while Deturi continues his underseas stay, He's going to teach students. He's got over 2,400 students that are part of his course. I guess he's got Wi-Fi or something down there. And uh, congratulations, again, this professor from the University of South Florida breaking the world record for the longest time spent living underwater on a 100-day mission. And I I see a picture of him, and he looks kind of rough. I guess there's not too many shower and bathing options when you're down below the surface for that long but uh, lots of lots of guts guts i don't know personally if i would rather spend 100 days down beneath the surface of the ocean or up let's say on the moon neither one of those seem to be good options for me but uh, 
maybe you're all about one of those for your <laughs> for your career or for your challenge. There's a lot of people that really get excited about doing wild and crazy things, and that could be you. And if so, you go, boy, or you go, girl. I'm all for you here on the Y'all Show. Wrapping up our headlines for, across the South, let's take you to the Memphis area. And what a bunch of knuckleheads in the Bluff City. Thieves have stolen a historic church pipe organ in Memphis. I, I saw something the other day. Memphis has had more car thefts this year. I think 5,000 car thefts or car burglaries or car break-ins compared to 4,000 in New York City. I think I got the numbers right on that. Memphis is not a, a very safe place. And, and as a result of it not being a safe place is why I should not be surprised at this headline coming out of Memphis. The Calvary Episcopal Church in downtown Memphis has a 90-year-old organ, and now they're having to restore that organ because, count them up, almost 2,000 pieces of this historic church's pipe organ have been stolen. (laughs) 2,000 pieces of a church pipe stolen in downtown Memphis from the Calvary Episcopal Church. That was a a couple of, uh, I'm assuming more than one, couple of dedicated thieves there when they broke in to this church on North 2nd Street and stole thousands of pieces of the church pipe. I didn't realize a church pipe would have that many pieces. I guess they won't be playing it all that often. The value of these pipes, $800,000, according to the owner of the Spencer Organ Company, Joseph Rotella. He says they have an intrinsic value. They are historic, and it's going to be hard to duplicate them. I'm sure there's likely a GoFundMe for this effort to restore the pipes. Let's make beautiful music in downtown Memphis with this resurrection of this organ. But over 2,000 pieces of it stolen from this church in Memphis. Good news. The investigation has yielded a possible truck out of Massachusetts that stole the darn thing. License plate number for the Penske truck that was reported to maybe have been parked outside the church when the theft happened. A Massachusetts license plate T65589. T65589. If you see that thing and if you hear organ music coming out of the back of it, yep, I think we've got the guilty party right there but uh, 2,000 pieces of an organ a historic church organ stolen in the Bluff City my goodness what has the world come to we'll take a time out here on the Y'all Show when we come back a quick look at some sports headlines including Alabama and Oklahoma quarterback of the college time period now a Philadelphia Eagles NFC champion starting quarterback Jalen Hurts in the news over the weekend. I'll tell you why. That and other headlines of the day here on the show all about the South. It's our sports report and it's coming up next.
Hey, this is Chuck Walker with Southeastern Termite and Pest Control. We recently celebrated our 20th year in business here in West Tennessee. That's two decades of growth for us. We've added to our work family, moved locations a few times, seen our co-workers have kids and grandkids. We've even seen our clients who were kids when we started at their parents' house now call us to take care of their homes. Lots of things change over 20 years, but here's what has it. We can still be reached 24 hours a day. We still provide quality, guaranteed termite and pest control service for all of West Tennessee. We still are the go-to company for real estate closing letters. We still provide quality fungus treatments and affordable moisture barriers. We still take care of your bed bugs, brown recluse, and every other pest problem you could have. If you own a home, you need termite protection. And the biggest thing we've learned in 20 years... We need you. Give us a call 24 hours a day for a different kind of experience from a service company. Southeastern, 660-1052. That's Southeastern, 660-1052. In communities across West Tennessee, we feel the effects of opioid addiction. We all know someone touched by addiction. Neighbors, friends, family members. Know now that there is help and hope. Together, we can rise above and make recovery a reality. Neighbors working together, Tennessee together. If you or someone you know needs help for addiction, help is available. Call the Jackson-Madison County Prevention Coalition, 731-694-0741. This project is funded by a grant for the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Looking for a reliable automobile, a second car, or a vehicle for a new driver? Millsaps Auto Sales offers family-friendly inventory, providing growing families the ability to put everyone on the road. Financing plans designed to fit all family budgets. Tony Millsaps, owner of Millsaps Auto Sales, one of this area's most trusted pre-owned car dealers. So if you're trading vehicles, selling your car, Tony's goal is for you to be 100% satisfied. Visit Millsaps Auto Sales. From the 45 bypass, drive a half mile on airways toward the airport. Millsaps Auto Sales is on the left. Make Mama proud. Keep listening to the Y'all Show on West Tennessee Super Talk 93.1 FM. Going out of my mind these days. Like I'm walking around in a haze. I can't think straight, I can't concentrate, and I need a shake. I go to work and I look tired, the boss man says, son, you're gonna get fired. This ain't your style, and behind my coffee cup, I just smile. What a beautiful mess, what a beautiful mess I'm in. Spending all my time with you There's nothing else I'd rather do What a sweet addiction that I'm caught up in Cause I can't get enough Can't stop the hunger for your love What a beautiful, what a beautiful mess I'm in Marty Rowe and the fellas from... Diamond Rio with Beautiful Mask setting us up for the Southern Sports Report here on this Tuesday Y'all Show. Yes, we're the program that's got everything Southern in front of you, and we cover the headlines of the Southeast, and that's what we're going to provide right now on the Y'all Show. So some NFL news to start things out with. Peacock is going to be the exclusive place to see an NFL playoff game this fall. 
The Peacock exclusive game will be January 13th in the playoffs. And I guess it'll be a wild card playoff game that will be taking place January 13th. Yes, it's a wild card. Remember, the wild card is about, what, six games? Last year, for the first time, they even stretched it out to be a Monday night wild card game in that first weekend of playoff action in the National Football League. But doing something even more dramatic this year, the NFL and NBC Universal announcing Monday that the Saturday night game on Wild Card Weekend is going to be on the streaming platform, digital only platform, Peacock. It's going to be an 8:30 Eastern start, and it will be broadcast on NBC on the two markets of where the team's located. The two. NBC affiliate, so it'll be on broadcast television if you're lucky enough that your team plays in this wild card game, although that may not be totally accurate because you're hoping your team did so well that they're not even playing wild card weekend. They got to buy. <laughs> but if your team's in the playoffs, and not the worst thing to be a wild card team. But if you're lucky enough that uh, your, your team made it to the wild card weekend, the game will broadcast on NBC stations in the markets of the two teams. It'll also be available on mobile devices throughout the NFL Plus package. According to the Wall Street Journal, it's a one-year deal with the league receiving approximately $110 million to have this streaming exclusive deal to have this wild card game on Peacock. Big money. Big money in NFL Football, big money in playoff football. By the way, the Saturday night wild card game, the last two years of the NFL, has drawn more than 20 million viewers. That game last year on that Saturday night of wild card weekend between Jacksonville and the LA Chargers had 20.6 million, while Buffalo and New England, which had a, I think that was a Sunday afternoon wild card game. That drew nearly 26.4 million. The Jaguars, to their credit, they had some heck of a couple of weeks there on TV. Remember, it was their game against the Titans that it was a winner-take-all, and whoever won that won the AFC South and moved on in the playoffs, and the loser of that contest, which was the last regular season game of 2022, loser went home and was planning their place in the NFL draft of which the Titans may have done pretty well they got Will Levis as their quarterback but didn't get him until the second round I think they got a defensive player maybe no no they got an offensive lineman with their first round pick some guy out of like Iowa or somewhere like that but Peacock now a place for you to catch NFL games in the future I don't know if Peacock's going to be hiring Matt Ryan anytime soon because Matt Ryan, the former Atlanta Falcons quarterback, former Indianapolis Colts quarterback, played collegiately for the Boston College Eagles. Matt Ryan announced Monday that he's joined CBS Sports as an analyst. He was released by Indianapolis in March. That followed, let's see, last year Frank Reich was the coach of Indianapolis, and he brought Ryan over, and things just not did not work out. But Matt Ryan had a really funny post about his decision to move away from at least playing, it looks like, for the time being. 
as he had a post that said, Excited to join the NFL on CBS Family. Looking forward to breaking down the game this season. And then he adds, P.S., this is not a retirement post with a little winking emoji. When the Colts cleared Ryan off their payroll, they saved $17 million in cap space when they made that decision back in March. I wonder how much he's going to be making at CBS Sports. Now, he just said in February in an interview that he still loved playing football. And we wish him all the best. Matt Ryan has been an NFL player for 14 seasons, 13 of which were with the Atlanta Falcons. And then he had the one year with the Colts. Did Atlanta get better in 2022 by getting rid of Matt Ryan? Or I can't remember if he got rid of them. He may have chosen to just leave them. But either way, I don't think the the Falcons progressed in 2022. I couldn't even – I guess they had Mariota come in and play some games for them. And – I don't. They got Ritter, the former Cincinnati Bearcat quarterback, uh, Desmond Ritter, I think is his name, as their future QB. Perhaps Atlanta needs to get a, a a real Matt Ryan part two future, in my opinion. And I saw the Falcons in person last year. I saw them play the Chargers. They lost that game. It was a game the Falcons had, but they let the Chargers climb back and. The L.A. Chargers prevailed when it mattered most. And the Falcons ended up being, let's see, Falcons, Panthers, and Saints, I think all tied with the same losing record in the NFC South. The only team to make it out of that division to the playoffs were the Tom Brady-led Tampa Bay Swashbucklers. Oh, by the way, if you have not seen the video while I'm talking about NFL stuff, if you have not seen that video the Tennessee Titans organization put out to promote their schedule release where they did the man-on-the-street type interviews on Lower Broadway, if you have not seen that, please take a moment sometime at work while you're getting paid by the boss man to do other things. Take just a, a second or two to search that thing, Titans 2023 schedule release funny video. I bet you that'll pull it up. And... It's funny. It is funny. It is amazing that here, as much as we think, if you're a casual sports fan, that the NFL is the know-all, be-all, end-all of everything. It is amazing that a person can go down on the street and probably, with not a whole lot of effort, stick a microphone in somebody's face who is an American, who is most likely a Southerner, by the way, and show them the logos of... NFL teams, teams of which their logos really don't change that much, and people have no clue what it is. They have absolutely no clue. And the funniest one of all, while we're talking about the Atlanta Falcons, was the young lady who got asked when she was shown the Atlanta Falcons logo what that logo was, and she said, it's the Red Stallions, I think she said, and she went like, with her hand. And the Atlanta Falcons, to their credit, after that video became viral, they changed their social media profile for a day or so to the Atlanta Red Stallions or something like that. Uh, Hilarious. But funny, funny, funny. And kudos to the Titans creative staff for 
coming up with that idea. Just a, another unique way to showcase the release of the NFL schedule, which came out Thursday, by the way. If you haven't checked in on your favorite NFL team's upcoming schedule, do so. By the way, these Atlanta Falcons, of which I've been talking a lot about, they opened their season at home in September, Labor Day weekend. I, I, no, it's the weekend after Labor Day is when the NFL, it's college football, Labor Day weekend. It's NFL the following weekend, somewhere around September 10th or so. It'll be Atlanta at home against perhaps the Bryce Young-led Carolina Panthers in the season opener for those two southern teams in the NFL. But Matt Ryan won't be on the field, and he won't be on the field, it looks like, anywhere this fall as he's taken a job as a CBS sports analyst in 2023. Also in the NBA world, you've got the NBA playoffs conference finals now set. The Nuggets and Lakers will be your first game of this playoff conference championships, and it will be tonight. It's Lakers-Nuggets from Denver. The Eastern Conference Finals get underway Wednesday between the Heat and Celtics, that game from Boston on Wednesday. And also congratulations to the Dallas Stars of the NHL as they have advanced to play in their Conference Finals. They'll be going up on the ice against the Vegas Golden Knights. And then you got two Southern-based teams. Dixie's doing well on the ice, y'all. And we've got uh, the Carolina Hurricanes and the Florida Panthers representing the Eastern Conference of the Stanley Cup. Are we going to have a sweet tea Stanley Cup here this year? It very well could be because you got three of the four remaining teams in the NHL all have homes where y'all is king. And that's pretty neat. And I just saw something after Edmonton got eliminated in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, who I guess it would have been Vegas maybe is the one that eliminated Edmonton. It represents now 20, 20 years, 25 years since a Canadian team won the Stanley Cup. It's, it's been a long time, all you Canadians out there who are spying in on the Y'all Show. It's been a long time since you've won the Lord whatever his name's trophy. Too bad is what I say to you, my Canadian friends. And that's all I got to say about that. That is a uh, quick look at what's going on across the sports world here on this Y'all Show. Stay tuned. When we come back, we will keep the southernness going. You don't want to miss out on the fun here on the show that accentuates the South. Stay tuned to y'all. for primary care. I'm Brent Rudder. 
And I'm Tiffany Simpson. Together, we provide our Jackson patients with excellent ongoing medical care. Call us today and we'll be happy to see you. But if Mylan's closer, give me a call. I'm Lindsay Crocker and I'm ready to see you today. Physicians Quality Care, we treat you like family. Big spring sale. Spring sale is happening now. Spring into summer in your new car, truck, or SUV from Golden Circle Auto Group. You'll absolutely love the deals you'll find at Golden Circle Auto Group, home of the free 20-year, 200,000-mile warranty. Shop completely online or visit one of our four convenient locations with over 700 new and pre-owned vehicles available and free delivery within 200 miles. Rates as low as 0% on new Ford F-150s or ask about our special demo pricing to save thousands on select new vehicles. You pay what we pay when you pre-order select Ford, Lincoln, or Chevrolet and get invoice pricing. Get the most for your vehicle by bringing it in for a free appraisal and get the money you deserve fast. Visit our award-winning service department weekdays or Saturdays to get your vehicle ready to roll. Save time, save money, trust your local neighbors at Golden Circle Auto Group. That's the Golden Circle difference. Golden Circle Auto Group, Jackson, Lexington, Bolivar, and Iuga. Online at goldencircle.com. Snap, snap. Snappy Tomato Pizza. Oh. Snappy Tomato Pizza at 1187 Van Drive in the Columns in Jackson is open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. till 9 p.m. Serving the best pizza around. Also hoagies, pastas, salads, calzones, and wings and desserts. Snappy Tomato Pizza at 1187 Van Drive in the Columns near Dick's Sporting Goods in Jackson. Snap, snap, Snappy Tomato Pizza. Oh overwhelmed? Are you being pulled in too many directions and can't seem to keep it all together? Well, if your job is managing the marketing, print, or mail for your company, your job just got easier. Allegra Design Print and Mail has the experience and expertise you need. From graphic design and vibrant full-color printing to larger-than-life signs and banners, we even have promotional products. So take a deep breath, call Allegra and Jackson, and put your mind at ease. For online convenience and total solutions to your marketing and communication needs, visit us at AllegraJackson.com or call 664-1676. Stop by and see us at 1029 Old Hickory Boulevard. From the Smokies to the Bayou, this is the Y'all Show on West Tennessee Super Talk 93.1 FM.
the 68-year-old Oki Reba. Did you realize that she was a singer? Pretty good one, if you ask me. And that was one of her big hits of the 1980s. I'm only joking, of course. Reba is so talented. She's funny. She's beautiful. She's a singer. She's an actress. And I've got some news on the acting front from Reba Nell McIntyre. I'm going to tell you. Plus, across that Red River from Reba is Texas. And we've got information on a Texas boy, Jamie Foxx, and some entertainment news from a reality show standpoint to tell you about the Terrell, Texas native, Jamie Foxx. This is the Y'all Show. Y'all.com is our homepage. It's actually the homepage of the South now that I think about it. And you can log on anytime and find out what's going on across the Southeast at y'all.com. Please do that. And there on y'all, you'll find entertainment news and so much more. So let me tell you what's going on entertainment-wise here about Reba McIntyre. Yeah, you know, she had that TV show for a long time. I guess it was originally on the WB called Reba. And now she's going to have her own reality show and Reba this news coming out Monday I think it was at Reba Nail McIntyre's foray now at the TV she hasn't had a hit song on the radio in a while I don't know if that's part of the reason for this switch over to television but it looks like we're going to get plenty of the redhead now on the boob tube with Reba McIntyre joining up for reality television And I can't wait. I cannot wait for this because she, I told you, she's funny. She's a funny lady. She's so talented. And now she's got a boyfriend and Rex Lynn, I guess they're still an item. And that guy, of course, you might remember him from CSI Miami. He was the bald-headed dude on there. A big Longhorn fan, by the way. But now Reba McIntyre is going to be on reality television. She's joining The Voice as a coach as Blake Shelton's final season, her fellow Oki, is wrapping up. Reba is going to be on The Voice. You can see her as she wrote in a post on social media. She wrote a post. Let me pull it up here so I don't speak for her. There's a new coach in town. She wrote, see you all this fall. She wrote that on Instagram Monday. And it had a picture of the red chair for The Voice with her name on it. She's a mega mentor on season 23 of The Voice. Now, in October, Blake Shelton announced that season 23 will be his last on The Voice. That show's been good to Blake Shelton. It's made him a much bigger celebrity, and he found love. Not just in the music that he helps make, but in literally his co-pilot in life, it appears. But Reba is now going to be on The Voice. Look forward to checking her out. Jamie Foxx, he's had a health scare. We've reported on that here all throughout the last couple of days. Now, Jamie Foxx, with his own reality show news here this week, he's going to be teaming up with his daughter. He's got, I think, two daughters, and it's his younger daughter that he's going to be teaming up with some reality show information coming on that one so i'm glad first of all i'm just happy to hear that he's going to be healthy enough to do something like this but he and his daughter kareen fox 
are going to be hosting a new music trivia show. Jamie and Corrine will be hosting this show starting next year. As Jamie Foxx has been out of the hospital for a few weeks recuperating from a what's called medical incident. This new series will feature non-famous relatives of celebrities performing duets with their hidden famous family member as a studio audience competes to guess who the celebrity is. And Fox Entertainment, that's Fox without the extra X, you know, the ones that do like Fox Sports, not Jamie (laughs) F-O-X-X. That's got to be confusing at times, I'm sure, for Jamie Fox. Um, Yeah, going to be doing this new music-centric trivia game with Kareen, his daughter, and that'll be forthcoming in 2024. Also, while we're talking about people with TV and music connections, Kelly Clarkson is responding after reports have come out about a toxic workplace for the Texas native. She's got the reality show that comes on every day. The, I guess it would be a daytime show as opposed to a reality show, although what's the difference, <laughs> you might ask. But she's defending the workplace Kelly Clarkson, who got her start because of a reality show. She was, what, American Idol's season one winner more than 20 years ago now. And, yes, according to some stories that have come out, a toxic workplace within the Kelly Clarkson professional environment. You can go check that out if you'd like to get more information as she's responding to these allegations on her talk show. Also, we had Mother's Day over the weekend, and it was a a sad Mother's Day for Riley Kehoe, the daughter of Lisa Marie Presley. It was her first Mama's Day without her mama, and she paid tribute to Lisa Marie Presley. Riley Kehoe, the granddaughter, of course, the king of rock and roll, Elvis Presley, and we lost Lisa Marie, what, a couple of months ago? In January it was where we lost her to... I think reports say it was an apparent cardiac arrest. She was 54 years old. And Sunday, Mother's Day, Riley Keough posted a photo of her on Instagram of Presley and her former husband and Keough's father, Danny Keough, cradling the actress as a baby. Wow, that's pretty strong. Touching there for Riley Keough, who's a very talented actress in her own right. We wish her well. And lastly, in our entertainment report of the day, congratulations to a non-Southerner, New Jersey's own Martha Stewart, the 81-year-old home person, is now the cover girl of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. Did I say she's 81? She's actually, yeah, she's 81, but she's going to be turning 82 in August. Martha Stewart, the, the felon. On the cover of Sports Illustrated, what in the world is the what in the world's going on with the world, y'all? But that's after that, I got to take a break. The thought of her on the cover, but I've seen the picture; it's, it's very flattering of Martha Stewart. Congratulations! We'll wrap this hour up after this quick timeout of y'all talk with a Southern accent.
the sirens. It's total chaos. The water and wind damage can make your home unrecognizable. This winter, many West Tennesseans woke to find their homes had suffered severe water damage, destroying ceilings, walls, and floors. They called West Tennessee Restoration's 24-7 emergency line at 660-9090. In no time, their water was stopped, and the restoration was completed from start to finish. When it comes to severe weather, West Tennessee Restoration will get your life back to normal. 660-9090. An A-plus better business rating means that a business has no unresolved customer complaint. West Tennessee Restoration has an A-plus rating after restoring thousands of West Tennessee family homes and commercial property. Thousands of properties without an unresolved complaint, that's service. With West Tennessee Restoration's exclusive customer service, you work with one person, not a multitude of construction people. West Tennessee Restoration, A-plus in helping you navigate the insurance damage, cleanup, rebuilding of your home or office. 660-9090. All right, wrapping up Hour 2 now. We've got another hour of Southern Fun headed your way. It's the Y'all Show, and we'll be right back with that, so don't miss out, y'all. We are West Tennessee's conservative voice, WTJS, Alamo, Jackson, West Tennessee, Super Talk 93.1. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. The Ukrainian capital, Kiev, has been targeted by further Russian air attacks, described by one official as exceptional in density. Ukraine authorities said all 18 missiles were shot down and footage showed air defenses destroying targets over the city. At least three people were injured, which used both drones and missiles. Russia has stepped up its air campaign in recent weeks, ahead of an expected Ukrainian offensive to expel the Russian invaders. An unidentified 18-year-old male armed with at least three guns roamed through a northwestern New Mexico community near Four Corners firing randomly at cars and houses yesterday, killing three people and injuring six others, including two police officers, before he was shot by police. The Farmington, New Mexico, police chief. At least six houses and three cars were shot in the course of the event as a suspect randomly fired at whatever entered his head to shoot at. The officers from the Farmington Police Department and New Mexico State Police are both being treated for their injuries and are listed in stable condition. Republican lawmakers demanded consequences and argue the FBI was weaponized against President Trump. Special counsel John Durham's probe revealed the FBI pushed seriously flawed investigation into the former president, alleging collusion with Russia in 2016. Now presidential candidate Donald Trump calls the evidence in Durham's report proof that the American public was scammed when the FBI opened an investigation into his campaign. It's National Police Week. The National Law Enforcement Memorial and Museum in D.C. will honor the fallen officers whose names have recently been added to the memorial. House Speaker McCarthy. We need to show the respect. We need to show the funding. And we need to stand up for the law enforcement officers to make sure that they can continue to do the job to keep our streets safe. USA News. A lot of new enrollments, huh? Braylon, Braden. Monique's daycare is crawling with new arrivals. Hey, sweetie, are you hungry? She needs more early childhood educators. Did your socks slip off again? And a nap. Hey there, little guy. Okay. 
Whoa! Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Do you have a story to tell? Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network handles everything. If you have a print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, call Audiobook Network now and get our free audiobook guide. 800 734 1229. 800 734 1229. President Biden is confirming he will sit down with Speaker Kevin McCarthy and other congressional leaders for more dealings over the debt limit. They'll resume talks about the debt limit and avoiding a default. However, Speaker McCarthy says he's not optimistic. It seems that they want to look like they're in a meeting, but they're not, they're not talking anything serious. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer on Monday urged McCarthy to give up the standoff and pass a clean debt ceiling increase. Never in the history of our country have we failed to pay our bills on time. Republicans say Democrats don't want a deal on government spending. Democrats say on this one, they shouldn't have to. I'm Ryan Daniels. Air travel is expected to return to pre-pandemic levels this Memorial Day weekend. AAA is predicting air travel over Memorial Day weekend will be busier this year than it was pre-COVID, signaling a true return to travel levels not seen since before the pandemic. About 3.4 million Americans are expected to fly over the holiday weekend, which is an 11% increase over last year. It's also nearly 5.5% increase since 2019 before the COVID pandemic. AAA expects this to be the busiest Memorial Day weekend since 2000 when they first started tracking travel numbers. I'm Skip Kelly. Axiom Space's upcoming AX-2 mission will be the second-ever private astronaut mission to the International Space Station. The mission is scheduled to launch Sunday. Two members of Saudi Arabia's first astronaut class will be on board. Lance Pry, USA News. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go. Shortness of breath, fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit No Time to Wait. Hey, Jackson in West Tennessee, Dustin Ring here again with Dustin Buys Houses. I'm still buying houses fast for cash in all of West Tennessee. You have a house that just needs too many repairs and you can't afford to fix it? We can make you a cash offer and purchase the house as is so you don't have to fix it. We even pay closing costs. Do you have a rental that's filled with bad tenants? Leave the hard work to us. We'll buy the house for cash and close and deal with them ourselves. Are you relocating for a job and need to sell ASAP? We can make you a cash offer today and close in as little as 30 days. And remember, we take the property as is. We'll even clean it out. Are you going through an icky divorce? I've been there. No fun, but we'll buy that house too. I'm also looking for multifamily properties, duplexes, triplexes, apartments. I even buy mobile homes and mobile home parks. Do you just have vacant land? Give me a call. I'll make you an offer. Call me today at 577-4150. Again, 577-4150. You can even send me a text message. Again, the number 731-577-4150 or visit Dustin buys.com this is a y'all show on west tennessee super talk 93.1 fm talk radio for all y'all
final hour of this Tuesday Y'all Show. Hello and welcome back into the fun. I'm John, and we would love to hear from you. In fact, I've got a Texas just come in that I'll share in just a second. But if you want to Texas, you're certainly welcome to do that. 615-208-4184. 615-208-4184. Or the hotline at 731-554-1169 if you just got to talk to me. Going to have a busy third hour here of the Y'all Show if you want to be part of it. Uh, of course, we want you to participate, but if you just want to sit back and pick up and, and listen to me ramble about the South, then let's do it. we got headlines. We've got more on the Durham probe. We've got the Southern Book Report coming up here in just a few minutes. I'm going to let you all know all about a Food Network rising star i had not heard of this person until i saw a copy of her book and i'm excited and i'm hungry i am very hungry to learn more about cartier brown and what she's got going on food wise as we'll discuss her read as well as the top reads going across the country courtesy of the new york times bestsellers list it's our weekly look at the book world and it's coming up this hour plus we'll have the southern sports update and we will have some audio from the commencement ceremony from the university of oklahoma this past weekend where jalen hurts the alabama crimson tide turned oklahoma sooner turned philadelphia eagles quarterback picked up his master's degree from ou and we'll let you spy in and hear a little bit of that commencement ceremony which gives me the opportunity to congratulate all of our graduates here for high school college medical school uh, dental school veterinary school broadcasting school i need to sign up for that school whatever kind of school you might be finishing up here in may and june kudos to you from all of us here at the y'all show so we got all that coming up here this hour let me jump over here to the inbox of our text line and let you know what someone has just texted in about something we recently were discussing and that would be reba mcintyre texter here says it's reasonable rather it's reasonable belief that the dislike for reba is her overemphasized vocal ranging during a song I, I like Reba's vocal range. <laughs> she She's quite a singer. I, I was joking when I played in hour two a Reba song coming in to do our entertainment report because many people may not realize she's a big country music singer because they just know her from being on the Reba show, and she's been in some movies. I remember she was – I'm pretty sure – I didn't see this, but I saw a video way back 30 years ago. She was in the, the movie Tremors, and she used to use the scene of that scary movie in her live concerts. Tremors with Reba. Go check that out from 30 years ago. And, and yeah, as far as her singing, she can sing for my sake anytime she wants to. I don't care if she's 68 years old as she is right now or she's 18 you know she got her start singing at rodeos uh, she would sing the national anthem that's where i think she got discovered was singing the national anthem in a rodeo and boy she's 
super, super talented. Reba McIntyre. Okay, we're not going to turn this into a complete Reba show, but what's the harm if we did? Speaking of redheads, i got to throw this out there before I jump into the headlines. I saw, while shopping Monday evening, I saw a little boy, and I usually, I'm not saying it's the kid. I'm usually very, very complimentary to cute little kids. This kid was cute, but in an ugly way. <laughs> this little boy had the most audacious mullet I've ever seen, and this kid was probably six years old. He, His parents had this very obvious, long, flowing mullet on this little boy, and this kid had red hair. So it really, really stood out. And to top it all off, if you don't think that's redneck enough to have a six-year-old sporting a, a big, long mullet, I looked over at what appeared to be his mama. And y'all, you know what she was wearing? Do you know what kind of T-shirt she was sporting, walking around with that little red-headed mullet boy? No offense to our friends in the heart of Dixie. But his mama had on an Alabama Crimson Tide T-shirt. That's pretty southern right there, y'all. Got the kid with the mullet, and you got your Crimson Tide T-shirt. I'd say that's a pretty dang southern. Roll Tide, huh? Speaking of Roll Tide, remember in our sports report, I'm going to be playing a a really good quarterback during his time in T-Town. Jalen Hurts, some audio from his master's commencement from the University of Oklahoma because he remember he left Alabama to go play at Oklahoma and uh, now doing good things in the NFL Mr. Hertz all right let's look at headlines from across the southeast the big story politically in the last 24 hours or so since we were last with you was the release of the Durham report of which it says I'll just cut out the crazy stuff Trump didn't spy on Russia and the FBI, or, or Trump, didn't have Russia help him win the 2016 election, and the FBI knew that, but they still went ahead with a years-long and unbelievable amounts of millions of dollars spent trying to wound Donald Trump. And guess what? They wounded him. They turned every press conference there for a couple of years into, we got you, and they didn't get you. Trump reacting on his truth social to this with the following in Trump form, all caps, W-O-W exclamation point. point. That would be wow. Trump goes on after extensive research, special, special counsel John Durham concludes the FBI never should have launched the Trump-Russia probe. In other words, the American public was scammed just as it is being scammed right now by those who don't want to see greatness for America. I, and much more importantly, the American public, have been victims of this long-running and treasonous charade started by the Democrats, started by Comey. There must be a heavy price to pay for putting our country through this. That, the reaction of the 45th president of the United States after this 305-page Durham report made available on Monday. As the special counsel concluded, the FBI should have never launched 
the Trump-Russia probe. And there will be much more to say about that, at least in some circles. Other media outlets, other than the Y'all Show perhaps, are going to ignore this thing. And Trump deserves an apology from some of them because it costs people their jobs. It costs Trump perhaps his job as a second-term president. It didn't help. We can all probably agree it did not help Donald Trump that this thing was out there as a cancer in his first term in office. And it turns out it was a scam, according to Trump. It was all a hoax, as he would often say. He was right. He was absolutely right. And that's why he's got, according to Real Clear Politics, a 35-point lead in polling over his closest competitor, which would be Ron DeSantis. I think Trump's at 55 in the polls, and and DeSantis is around 20 in the Real Clear Politics. We covered this in hour two. If you want to go back and take a listen, you can hear it for yourself. But Trump, on the offensive now that the Durham probe proves that the FBI, as he said, scammed him. Kentucky today, there is a GOP primary. You've got the sitting attorney general going against the former UN ambassador and ambassador to Canada. You've got Daniel Cameron, the attorney general. Kelly Craft is the former UN ambassador, and they're the front runners to get this nominee to to go on and face off against Andy Bashir in the Kentucky's in Kentucky's race for governor as that general election will be further on down in 2023 but there are going to be 12 contenders i think it is totaling up to to be on the republican side for this primary in kentucky today andy Bashir, a democrat seeking his second term in office in frankfurt leading the state or should we say commonwealth of kentucky president biden's administration is putting out $11 billion for rural areas of the country, many of that of which is in the South. All this is part of his wind and renewable energy effort, and it's $11 billion for renewable energy in rural communities announced by the U.S. Department of Agriculture on Monday, and it's going to help bring affordable clean energy to these areas, according to the head of the Agriculture Department, Tom Vilasek. He had a briefing Monday. He said it was the largest single federal investment in rural electrification since the New Deal era of the 1930s when President Franklin D. Roosevelt pushed forward such legislation. And this could be a, a boost if, indeed, renewable energy is is the wave of the future. If, if, if it is, as Morgan Waller would say, light them up, light them up, light them up. I think he would say that. But moving on with other headlines across the country here on this Tuesday edition of the Y'all Show. As we cover the news, and like we just said with Morgan Waller, we've got the entertainment, information, sports. We've got politics. We've got even a little religion from time to time. We, we kind of mix it all up here. Sports, big time. Did I say that? If I didn't, let me remind you. 
And, of course, lots of entertainment and music stuff. I've got uh, country music news coming your way Thursday. So get ready. We had National Peace Officers Day on Monday. That was where people across the country remembered those who lost their life in the line of duty in the police force and law enforcement community in the last year. For example, Monday in Nashville, 11 officers who died in the line of duty in 2022 to 2023 were remembered. One of those, Franklin Police Officer Jeff Carson, who had a couple of hit songs in country music, like Not On Your Love and The Car, who left country music to go be an officer in the Franklin Police Department. He passed away on duty of a heart attack in 2022. And I've got, as I have said, information on a brand new album, his final album. I'll have to get somebody on to talk about Jeff Carson. I'll never forget him coming in my office back in 1995, I think it was. And I was so jealous of this guy because he was from Missouri, which ain't exactly Braves country. And Jeff Carson was an Atlanta Braves fan. That was back when the Braves were doing well, winning the World Series. And he had this really cool leather Atlanta Braves jacket that he was wearing. And I said to him, yeah, buddy. That's actually the name of his very first single he had in country music. But uh, Jeff Carson ended up leaving music to go be a full-time Franklin, Tennessee police deputy and died while at work in 2022. And Monday, he and his fellow fallen officers were remembered around the country for National Peace Officers Memorial Day. Elsewhere in the southeast, thieves have stolen an organ from a church in Memphis. You have got to be kidding me. This organ had 2,000 pieces, or roughly 2,000 pieces, and it was stolen from the Episcopal Church in downtown Memphis, and these thieves taken off with all these pieces of this nearly, I think it's about a 100-year-old church pipe organ. And the value of this thing is around $800,000, according to the organ company. And if you'd like to be an organ donor, <laughs> sorry, that's bad humor there, you can help out here because the church in Memphis is silenced without their organ playing like it should be. $800,000, according to the Spencer Organ Company, the value of this organ that was stolen Sometime during the night of May 13th and 14th, a yellow Penske moving truck loaded up 1,800 pipes of this church located on North 2nd Street in Memphis, the Calvary Episcopal Church, stolen the church organ there. And we've got the license plate number from this Penske truck. If you happen to see a Penske truck rolling around your neighborhood, it might have a 1,800 pieces of a church organ out of Memphis there inside its cargo bin. The license plate out of Massachusetts. Y'all got your information to write this down with. It's a Penske truck with a tag of T65589. Eighteen hundred pieces. That's, that's pretty dedicated to steal, to take the time to steal 1,800 pipes out of a 
church organ in a church in Memphis. May the Lord be with them, is all I can say. <laughs> and it won't be a pretty song whenever the Lord spanks them for, for that. Lastly, in our stories and headlines, something a little bit more on the fun side, it is commencement time across the, the nation right now. And we want to say kudos to Kay Castaglino, 85-year-old Castagnoli, just got her degree from Virginia Tech. A member of the class of 2023, she got her bachelor's degree in music from the School of Performing Arts over the weekend. And Kay was the only music major nominated for her academic excellence she got nominated for the Phi Beta Kappa Society. She was one of only five students selected from the School of Performing Arts. 85 years young and got her degree from what was, what, what was and I think still is officially, Virginia Polytechnic Institute and State University. I think I got that right. If I didn't tech people, forgive me. Now, her academic experience started in Southern California. She first attended Berkeley, UC Berkeley, and graduated with a degree in chemistry that she and her husband moved in 1987 to Blacksburg, Virginia, where Virginia Tech is located. She became a researcher and teacher in Virginia Tech's chemistry department and retired many years ago, but she decided she wanted to go back to music and return to the piano and in 2007, she registered for her first piano class and began a degree pursuit. And all these years later, 16 years after starting to work on a music degree, she was able to finish, and she says, I'm going to finish my degree in Italian next. Bonjour. That's French. What am I saying? I don't even know what Italian. Ciao? That's goodbye. Um Congratulations again, Kay, who has an Italian sounding name. So I don't know, that wouldn't be fair if she got a degree in Italian. She's actually of Italian heritage. Kay Stagnoli. Castagnoli. See, it's so Italian, I can't even pronounce it. C A S T A G N O L I. 85 year old lady getting her degree in music. Congratulations. And as they say there in Blacksburg, hokey, hokey, hi to you, Miss Kay. That's what I'll call you. I'll just call you a multiple college graduate now with degrees from UC Berkeley and Virginia Polytechnic Institute. Good old VPI. We congratulate her. And congratulations again to all of our new graduates. And I'm going to keep the graduation fund going because when we come back, we're going to go to Norman, Oklahoma. We'll have our sports update coming up on the Y'all Show. And we're going to hear from the ceremony where Alabama Crimson Tide slash Oklahoma Sooner quarterback Jalen Hurts got his master's degree over the weekend. A true, true honor for this NFL star to have picked up that. We're going to have that in just a little bit, so you don't miss out on that. Again, more graduation fun. But I will say I'm going to interject when we come back on the Y'all Show, we're going to have our Southern Book Report, and we're going to learn all about 
Cartier Brown, who is a Food Network star, a rising star on the food scene, if you will, as well as she's got a, at least one book out there you can read. And so Miss Brown is going to be cooking up a storm, and we're going to hear from her thanks to an interview from WBLS. We'll have that right after this time out here on Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. Again, if you want to get involved, 615-208-4184. If you've got a question, comment, anything you want to pass along, you can text us or you can email us, mail at y'all.com. Easy to connect to us here on Talk with a Southern Accent. We'll be right back. Imagine your home without plumbing, heating, and air. Luckily, you don't have to. With Garrett, Garrett Plumbing and Heating since 1955 with a reputation of highly skilled professional mechanics and top quality service that has earned Garrett a five-star reputation. Whether it's the freezing temps of winter or the stifling heat of summer, Garrett can help you stay warm and stay cool and handle all your plumbing needs. Garrett's trucks are stocked and ready to come to your rescue. Garrett Plumbing, Heating, and Air. Carrier Factory Authorized Dealer, 30 Miller Avenue, and GarrettPlumbing.com. Call 668-3339. to make your day. Southern Airways is putting Jackson back on the map. Flying from McKellar Sipes and making connections in Atlanta is easier than ever because Jackson has been awarded our own gate at the busiest airport in the world. Avoid the long TSA lines at Hartsfield. Land directly at gate E37. Tokyo to your left, Orlando to your right. It's all easy when you fly directly into America's biggest hub. Book today at iFlySouthern.com. The Summit Jackson is an elevated new way to live in Jackson. The luxury of leasing your home and owning your life. These new construction two or three bedroom homes have the newest smart technology. Every home has cameras, a ring doorbell, and an ADS alarm. This is all included in your rental price and all controlled by an app on your phone. Also, zero maintenance, and yes, that includes the lawn. Our gated community can be found at the intersection of Highway 45 and North Highland Avenue. To learn more, visit thesummitjackson.com. There's many reasons to use 731 Deck and Fence. I'll give you two. Reason number one, your neighbor just got back from Europe and he can't wait to show off his collection of bikini briefs featuring flags from every country that he's visited. Ooh la la. Reason number two, because it's nobody's business that you kiss your Irish setter Petey on the mouth. <laughs> Whatever the reason, call 731 Deck and Fence, 731-414-0497, or follow him on Facebook or visit 731-deckandfence-llc.com. Dominating Dixie. This is the Y'all Show on West Tennessee Super Talk 93.1 FM. Oh, 
Y'all.com is the South's homepage, and y'all helps present this, the Y'all Show. John is my name, and good to be back with you here. I don't know if Tim McGraw is an author. I know that he is quite the singer and actor. I'm sure he's written one or two things. I don't know. So many books out there and so many books to talk about right now, because here on Y'all, we have our Southern Book Report, where we walk through some of the hot reads. If you're looking for a good book for a road trip for the summer or something you're doing here this week either way happy to tell you what the hot reads are and i'm going to tell you about an up-and-coming lady out of the low country who is a food network star but also has at least one book you can go by and pick up right now and i'll tell you who that lady is in a moment but let me tell you according to amazon and to the new york times who your best-selling book people are on the Amazon charts, the fiction category right now, Abraham Verghese's The Covenant of Water is numero uno. On the fiction reads, Emily Henry's Happy Place. It's been out for a few weeks now. It's number two. Lessons in Chemistry from Bonnie Garmus checks in at number three on the Amazon hot read at the fiction category. Number four is The Last Thing He Told Me by Laura Daves, who is a UVA-educated author. That thing's been out for a year now. Congratulations to Laura. Simon & Schuster is the imprint on that one. And number five, this guy has done pretty well in the book writing world, James Patterson. He's teamed up with Maxine Patreau, and The 23rd Midnight is out right now. These are your top five hot reads according to Amazon from the fiction category. On the Amazon chart, the top 20 most sold and read books of the world for nonfiction, if we look at the maybe the leaders in the clubhouse for most sold in that, that area of nonfiction, I was surprised by this one because I'd not heard of this author before. But this author's making a few pesos with her great work, with her hard work, as most sold is is it matters. And Wendy Logia is her name, and Wendy has a brand new book called Taylor Swift. <laughs> Golden Books is the book, and Taylor Swift is kind of an illustrated children's book. But if you're a fellow or an adult or a woman and you're over the age of 13, I think you're going to like it too because it's easy to read and it's got some really cool illustrations. And it's all about Taylor Swift. This same lady wrote a couple of other similar books on other famous people. And now Wendy Loggia Lagia, Taylor Swift is the number one nonfiction book on Amazon. Number two is Atomic Habits from James Clear. Number three is former, I think he's former, I don't watch this channel enough to know, surely he's not former because he comes from a a lineage with NBC that he shouldn't be former anything. Luke Russert, Tim Russert, the late NBC news personality, meet the press guy who passed away suddenly, what, 15 years ago? Something like that. 
His son, Luke, is also a TV person who's been on MSNBC, I know, and may still be there. But Harper Horizon has put out a book from Luke Ruzzert titled Look For Me There. I bet it has something to do with his daddy, Tim Russert. And Luke's book is number three on Amazon's nonfiction bestsellers. Dr. Peter Adia's Outlive, The Science and Art of Longevity, is number four on Amazon's reads. And number five is I Will Teach You to Be Rich. Hey, I need to pick up a copy of that one. Ramit Sethi is the guy that wrote this one, and it's number five on Amazon's nonfiction. By the way, number six is a guy named Prince Harry and his book, Spare. It's number six on Amazon's most sold books. It's been out a half year now. Congratulations to the former royal. Looking at the New York Times bestsellers, as their bestsellers slightly a different way of sorting things out compared to Amazon. James Patterson's The 23rd Midnight. He and Maxine Petro wrote that. That's number one on the fiction category. Emily Henry's Happy Places 2. Carly Fortune's Meet Me at the Lake is the New York Times bestsellers number three book this week. Abraham Varghese's The Covenant of Water is number four. And number five is Rebecca Yaros's Fourth Wing. That's in the fiction category. In the combined print and ebook nonfiction category of the New York Times bestsellers, David Grand's The Wager checks in at number one. I was looking him up. This may be his first book, but David Grand is a name that I think he worked for the New York Times or New York Post or the Atlantic, one of those New York-based deals, but he's got a family history of writing, and so the tradition continues as the wager is about the survivors of a shipwrecked British vessel on a secret mission during an imperial war with Spain. The wager from David Grant, number one in the nonfiction category. Number two, The Light We Carry by Michelle Obama. The former first lady shares personal stories and the tools she uses to deal with difficult situations. She's made a few dollars in book writing and if I were her I'd keep it up that Luke Russert book checks in at number three on the New York Times nonfiction sorting of books Outlive comes in at number four and number five on the New York Times bestsellers list is Bessel van der Kolk's The Body Keeps the Score How Trauma Affects the Body and Mind and Innovative Treatments for Recovery that, that would certainly come in handy and it would make a great present for somebody you know. That one, by the way, has been out nearly three years on the bestsellers list. The Body Keeps the Score. Now, this book here is not on the bestsellers list, but it ought to be. It's, it, it's not on there because maybe she doesn't have quite the national name. I found out about Cartier Brown because GardenandGun.com has recently published a story of the best Southern books of 2022, and that's where I saw her book featured, featured prominently, actually. As she wrote the book, The Way Home, a celebration of Sea Island's food and family with over 100 recipes. Now, she's had her own TV show 
that you can check out on the Food Network. Cartier Brown, that's K-A-R-D-E-A, Cartier Brown. She's from the Charleston, South Carolina area, also known as the Low Country. And her show is called Delicious Miss Brown. It's got millions of viewers. Maybe you've seen it. She is a contemporary Southern cook. She learned a lot of her cooking skills from her grandmama, who lived on Wadmalaw Island, famous for their Wadmalaw Island tomato salad. I think I got that right. I've had it. It's good. <laughs> Delicious. I don't think. I guess I've been I've, I've been on Wadmalaw. you got to go on Wadmalaw to go to Kiowa Island, southeast of downtown Charleston. But uh, back in 2015, Cartier Brown started something called the New Gullah Supper Club, which is a pop-up traveling supper club that's got gullah dishes with a contemporary twist. And she's on the Food Network from time to time. She's got some really informative YouTube videos. And as I said, Cartier Brown has this delicious book, delicious with its photos, delicious with its recipes, and she's just a lot of fun. In this book, you'll find recipes for Sea Island chicken wings, low country seafood salad, and sheet pan hummingbird cake. All in the book, The Way Home from Cartier Brown, a celebration of Sea Island's fun and family with over 100 recipes. I have found an interview that Cartier Brown did with WBLS FM 107.5 Radio. This is on YouTube. And in this video, she visits with WBLS personality Deja Vu. What a name. (laughs) She and Deja Vu sit down for an interview. And I'm going to let you hear some of this interview where Cartier Brown talks Gullah Cuisine and this Traveling Supper Club and more. Here's a clip of it on the Y'all Show. Up-and-coming author and Food Network personality, Cartier Brown. So I basically stumbled upon the whole cooking on television thing. Wasn't, I wasn't going out there intentionally trying to find a cooking show, being on a cooking show. One thing led to another. I was on a show featured, um, it's called, uh, it was called Dean of Lean mm-hmm. uh, with Bobby Dean. The show, unfortunately, did not get picked up, but I was asked to, hey, maybe you should begin a career in food television. You know, you have the personality, you can cook, and you have a unique story. Um, so 2014 kind of catapulted my career into food television and been doing guest appearances on other shows since then. That is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it harder to cook in front of people on the camera, or do you just do partial cooking there? Because I'm always amazed. You know, they say, <laughs> are we going to put it in? Okay, and then we yeah. have one right here. Ooh, this yeah. is hot. Is yeah. it really hot? It's really hot. <laughs> now, what happened, it's very different from what the, the cut and edited version that right. you see on television. But right. for me, it's, it just comes natural. Now, you know, Cooking in front of a television, cooking in front of a group or at home is the same thing for me. So you're from the South. We know us Southern folks love to get our cooking on. We do. Okay. (laughs) So are your specialties in the soul food vein or do you venture out from that? Okay. So I am of Gullah Geechee descent. What does that mean? Okay. So Gullah is a term for 
African Americans, we are the only group of African Americans in America that still hold very close to our African roots. Wow. So, yes, yes. So we're descendants of West African slaves. Nice. Yes. So my style of cooking is considered in the Southern genre, but it's completely different from Southern cuisine in general. Break it down. So we don't see fried chicken? You see fried chicken sometimes. Because you know we we like a chicken. (laughs) You see fried chicken sometimes, but Uh for the most part, we eat a lot of seafood. We eat, we call call it, we eat by the land, we eat by the sea. So whatever you catch, mostly seafood, shrimp, fish, all of that. Mm -hmm. We eat that with our main ingredient, our main dish, rice. Mm -hmm. A lot of our dishes incorporate the the grain rice, because that's why they sent the West African slaves over to cultivate rice because they knew how to do it in Africa. Right. Okay. Right. So a lot of our dishes are seafood based and very, very seasonal, very fresh, mm-hmm. not deep fried and mm-hmm. covered. So in, it's a yeah. little healthier. It's it's much more healthier than because, you know, that's the whole new food. thing. Now, everybody's like, well, I can't eat the fried this and I can't do yeah. such and such and such. What yeah. are some of the recipes that you share on your shows or some of the things that you say, OK, well, then this is a lighter way to add something, you know, add yeah. flavor to yeah. something. The, my recipes are typically um, it's a fusion of things that I like also with Gullah Cuisine. Mm-hmm. Um, like we make devil crab in, 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 in our mm-hmm. culture. I make that into like a taco or something. Like something completely different oh, nice. than what you would need. And so it's basically Gullah Geechee, Gullah Geechee fusion. Um, and that's why I call my supper club, which reminds me uh, the new Gullah Supper Club. I take my traditional roots and my cooking and I incorporate it with modern flavors and techniques all right that is cartier brown and again if you go looking for her her name is k-a-r-d-e-a cartier brown and she is a food network personality and you can check her show out on youtube and more and her book is called cartier brown the author the way home and her show if you get a chance to find it sometime on the food network or on YouTube, Delicious Miss Brown, <laughs> out of Charleston, South Carolina, the low country. And it's got Southern-inspired recipes on her show. It debuted in 2019. And what a what a talent. Delicious Miss Brown. And that book looks delicious. And we're happy to share that here. And learn more about the Sea Islands like Wadmalaw, where her grandma lived, and she learned some really good food techniques from her. All of that from Cartier Brown. Check her out. Very proud of her and all of our other Southern folks that write books, but those who write books about food deserve an even bigger salute from me because <laughs> that's the one thing we we got going on in this part of the world is our Southern food, and she's got 100 recipes and more in this the way home hey we're on the way home to the end of this y'all show when we come back we've got a quick look at southern sports all of that ahead audio from jalen hertz's master's ceremony yeah he got his master's degree at ou i'll have that when we come right back
You know us for urgent care, but we're also your best choice for primary care. I'm Brent Rudder. And I'm Tiffany Simpson. Together, we provide our Jackson patients with excellent ongoing medical care. Call us today and we'll be happy to see you. But if Mylan's closer, give me a call. I'm Lindsay Crocker and I'm ready to see you today. Physicians Quality Care, we treat you like family. Big spring sale. Spring sale is happening now. Spring into summer in your new car, truck, or SUV from Golden Circle Auto Group. You'll absolutely love the deals you'll find at Golden Circle Auto Group, home of the free 20-year, 200,000-mile warranty. Shop completely online or visit one of our four convenient locations with over 700 new and pre-owned vehicles available and free delivery within 200 miles. Rates as low as 0% on new Ford F-150s or ask about our special demo pricing to save thousands on select new vehicles. You pay what we pay when you pre-order select Ford, Lincoln, or Chevrolet and get invoice pricing. Get the most for your vehicle by bringing it in for a free appraisal and get the money you deserve fast. Visit our award-winning service department weekdays or Saturdays to get your vehicle ready to roll. Save time, save money, trust your local neighbors at Golden Circle Auto Group. That's the Golden Circle difference. Golden Circle Auto Group, Jackson, Lexington, Bolivar, and Iuga. Online at goldencircle.com. You came in after work, it's the only time you can. Savory steak and bacon, grilled cheese, sounds like a great plan. Wow, kids online are really mean. Sonic steak and bacon, grilled cheese. Mm, Sonic. Of Sonic's under two dollar craves are under two bucks. So you can get something tasty without breaking the bank. Sonic under two dollar craves. Mm, Sonic. Jason here with AirServe, and I have an offer you can't refuse. For a limited time, get a complete system installed for only $69.95. This is not a gimmick, and there are no hidden costs. That's right. Get a complete system for $69.95 installed. Hurry up and call today to set up your appointment before we are totally booked. Go to AirServe.com and schedule your appointment today. Remember, stay cool, stay comfortable, stay AirServe. This is a y'all show on West Tennessee Super Talk 93.1 FM. Talk radio for all y'all. Yeah, that is a catchy little tune. Would you agree? That's the fight song of the Oklahoma Sooners. And to Norman we go here in our Southern Sports Report. We're going to tell you all about the accomplishment of 24-year-old Jalen Hurts. He's the starting quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles. And over the weekend, Jalen Alexander Hurts' name was called out because he got his master's degree from the University of Oklahoma. He's undergraduate degree already accomplished at the University of Alabama where he was the quarterback of the Crimson Tide for a couple of years. 
wrapping up his career at the Capstone in 2018. And then he went on to Oklahoma, where he played in 2019. He did so good that he ended up being a round two pick of the Eagles in 2020. And he's done so good in Philly that he led the Eagles to the Super Bowl in 2022, just a few months ago. Unfortunately for him, his team lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. But this guy's been the SEC freshman of the year. He's been all first team SEC and Big 12, won a national championship for the Crimson Tide in 2017, and his accomplishments keep adding up. But perhaps no higher accomplishment for Jalen Hurts than picking up his master's degree. And let's go to Oklahoma this past weekend where at the campus he was given his master's degree and I'm trying to find out what exactly he got it in but uh, let me pull this audio up and you can hear it for yourself I think they say what it was so here is from Norman Jalen Hurts receiving his master's from the University of Oklahoma salute Walks across the stage and picks up his Masters. Congratulations to Jayla Hurts, the Texas native, now a alum of both the University of Alabama and Oklahoma. And next thing up for him is a Ph.D. <laughs> Dr. Jalen Hurts, perhaps. With a, what a cool honor and a cool scene there. And that is the power of college athletics. These guys, if they do what they're supposed to, they not only – get their college degree, but they go on and play professionally. And if they're super fortunate, like Jalen Hurts, they come back and do more work and, and end up finishing their degrees and, in his case, picking up a dang master's. That's pretty pretty sweet. Don't forget, we got NBA playoffs beginning this evening, so check that out. TNT, I think is where that is. Maybe ESPN. It's probably ESPN now that I think about it. It's confusing, y'all. Got uh, NBA and NHL playoffs now, conference championships going on. Stay tuned. More y'all coming up.
to make your day. Southern Airways is putting Jackson back on the map. Flying from McKellar Sipes and making connections in Atlanta is easier than ever because Jackson has been awarded our own gate at the busiest airport in the world. Avoid the long TSA lines at Hartsfield. Land directly at gate E37. Tokyo to your left, Orlando to your right. It's all easy when you fly directly into America's biggest hub. Book today at iFlySouthern.com. What are your plans for the weekend? Catching up on all the chores you didn't get done this week or last weekend? Why not let Jackson Pride Commercial and Residential Cleaning take the pressure off? Ask anyone who has a cleaning service what a great feeling it is to come home to a fresh, clean home after a long day. Whether at your home or business, Jackson Pride Commercial and Residential Cleaning gets the job done right. Visit jacksonpride.com today. Give yourself a break this weekend and the next and the next. In communities across West Tennessee, we feel the effects of opioid addiction. We all know someone touched by addiction. Neighbors, friends, family members. Know now that there is help and hope. Together, we can rise above and make recovery a reality. Neighbors working together. Tennessee together. If you or someone you know needs help for addiction, help is available. Call the Jackson-Madison County Prevention Coalition, 731-694-0741. This project is funded by a grant for the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Asia Garden voted Jackson's best sushi in Asian restaurants, serving Jackson and West Tennessee for over 37 years. Walk into our dining room and know you're going to be served the absolute best Asian dishes from our expansive menu. You can also order directly from us at asiagardenjackson.com or call 731-668-9024. Since we're local, we can keep our fees at a minimum versus the competition. Asia Garden is West Tennessee's premier sushi and Asian restaurant. Think local. Think Asia Garden. Jackson Off-Road Plus Complete Automotive Service Center is Jackson's one-stop for diesel performance, suspension lifts, wheels, tires, and services and accessories for all types of vehicles at some of the lowest prices in West Tennessee. Just installed a new state-of-the-art front-end alignment system with the latest machinery and technology. Jackson Off-Road Plus, 1082 Highway 45 Bypass. Find them on Facebook, open six days a week. What sets Crylic Elite apart? Abundant resources. Driven and determined. Honest and trustworthy. We're always available. Confidence. Communication. Ethical. Dependable. We answer the phone. Strong Crylite corporate supports. We truly represent our clients. Decades of experience and true leadership. This is the Y'all Show on West Tennessee Super Talk 93.1 FM. Keep it Southern. I wake up in the morning in a state of fright On the wrong side of the bed all night Clinging to the broken heart inside my head Open my eyes and I move my hands From round her pillow to the nightstand And straighten Miss Emily's picture by my bed We've come to the end of this Tuesday Y'all Show. I hope you will be able to get through the rest of your day without having the Y'all Show carry you forward. Uh, But you can just hit us on replay if you're lucky enough to catch us. We've got the podcast edition of this show available on Spotify. Just search for Y'all Show. We also are 
in Apple Podcasts, that little purple icon that you can get on your phone or maybe your iPad. You can look for Y'all Show, and we're right there. You can listen to us over and over and over and over if you would like to. Speaking of Y'all, hey, we are presented each day by Y'all.com, the South's homepage. And I have just gone on there as the publisher of that website and posted a few stories you need to check out. Hey, have you ever wanted to underwater paint? Well, guess what? We have a really, really helpful article that we've just posted is our friend Marshall Bone, who really cranks out some intriguing stories. You can go right now and learn all about underwater painting, including wearing heavy gear if you're going to do it. <laughs> so check that out at y'all.com, the South's homepage. Plus, we've got more Southern. If you want to get more Southern, we can help you. Exceeding guest expectations with your Southern vacation rental. If you own a home and you want to rent it out, maybe over the next few months, you can exceed guest expectations with your Southern vacation rental, and you can find out how to do that by going to y'all.com and checking out this great article penned by one of our great staffers, Ainsley Lawrence. All of that at y'all.com, the South's homepage. Hey, make sure you tune in on Wednesday. We're going to have more incredible Southern information, including some business news, and we'll also have hashtag Hullabaloo and Megan Headwall will be back here in the fold. All that on y'all Wednesday. Thanks for listening today. I've been.